0: I say, welcome to Geeks with Kids, your bi-weekly geeky podcast from a parenting point of view. I am your host this week, Matt Moore, and with me, as always, I have Eric. Hi. And Hawk. Hey. And coming back again, Mr. Shouse. Hello. And our special guest from our previous episode, Mark. Us. Because like, hey. I have to specify. Mark. Us. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't amazing. listen to that episode. I, I mean, That's I didn't it. listen to that episode, Mark. And you're used to that. You don't listen to this however do you?
1: Hey, <laughs> what show is this
0: again? This is oh, the Batman wow. cast. We call. I'm happy it, uh... to be here in Cleveland. It's my brother, my brother, and me. Oh, <laughs> I wish we had those numbers. or It's like my brother, my brother, my brother, my brother, and me, because there's a lot of us. <laughs> All right, straight to the point. So, I'm going to give all our listeners a big, big, big teaser as to what we're covering in this episode for those that don't actually read the descriptions before they listen to them. And ah, it's shame. Shame. A ding, series ding, of ding, chords. ding, ding, ding. Uh, there we go. Ah, uh, yes, wicked. Yeah, well, no, it's, no, it's <laughs> late news, dude. Come on, stay with the times. Ah,
2: lamez, news. Uh, I couldn't um, tell without, yes. without the marching.
0: <laughs> yeah, yes, friends, we are doing our own. GWK deep dive on the musical sensation Hamilton but before we get into that as always I'm going to start the conversation off by asking hey Shouse, what what's good?
1: Ooh what's good? Okay so um, I'm still playing a ton of Animal Crossing and I got like 200 something hours into that game and nice. it is probably my favorite game of the last five years mm-hmm. if not more which is awesome. Uh, I'm working my way through Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm nearly finished it. Uh, nice. so super excited about that as well. Yeah, and um, the uh, because of, because of the, the topic for tonight's show, um, I actually just finished watching the Disney Plus version of Hamilton nice. uh, for the first time.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: it, you know, just finished it like twenty minutes ago, so I'm still sort of on that high. Yeah, uh, and you know, it's yeah. uh, I'm, I'm ready, ready to talk about. You're it You're ready
0: so, to yeah, just to have it run your life for the next eight months. That's it. We'll be that's talking it. about
2: that gasp for four hours.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, <for laughs> we're going to analyze that. It's going to be golden. Nice. Dude. Um. Oh, you know what? From my screen, I'm going to go clockwise and say, Hawk, what's your yum?
3: <laughs> <laughs> By yum. <laughs> I, I I'm
4: glad you're embracing it. it. I tried.
0: It hurts so it's much. Just
4: embrace it. I Come will on. not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my, my yum this week, uh, business prize, but uh, with Amazon Prime, I started catching up on some shows and I decided to try out Hannah, uh, the nice. adaptation of the film for Amazon Prime. It's Is it good? quite excellent. Oh, it's actually quite so excellent. Dope. Hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing to, you know, kind of explore the life of, of this, you know, Hannah and that, uh, uh, in more detail. Um, uh, and best part about it for me, actually, was they reunited, uh, Meryl Enos and, uh, Joel Kinnaman, uh, yeah. who who've both first got their big break on the TV series *The killing. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I love that. Uh, but for anybody, um, well, just anybody in general. That I, I would suggest watching it. And that uh, season two yeah. just dropped last week, and so it's now it's a good time to catch up. It's
0: a mm. phenomenal show based on a phenomenal movie that nobody saw, and that was a damn tragedy. Well, I shouldn't say it, it's not surprising because it was it was a, one of those badly advertised films where they kind of let you think it was one thing, and then you realize, oh, this trailer just gave me the first ten minutes of a two-hour movie.
2: You mean Eric Bann is not through the whole movie? No comment.
0: <laughs> no comment. Eric Bana. Um oh, that was
2: back when he was popular. Well, that Gosh. was when he was making. His this waning, book.
0: right? That was after he almost shot himself in the foot with that janky Hulk film, and then that was kind of his comeback film. Was I Hannah. like this Hulk film? Me too. I like Timus David.
4: I, I,
2: sure. yeah. I like the. I, I like the David. editing. I thought the editing was very.
5: Comic I love the. Books. I love their comic books. Like the when panels. They just like yeah, yeah. Them. I like. I like. I, I wish other. I
2: like When they did Deadpool, I was hoping they would do the same type of editing for it. because That yeah. would really be a would perfect movie. In.
5: Missed opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you, you hear agree. that, internet? Missed hey.
0: opportunity. You know what? They're, they've said they all but greenlit a third one at this point, so yeah. you never know.
5: Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, all yeah. shot on
2: uh, their iPhones at home.
0: <laughs> hey. hey, it worked for Princess Bride. Oh. Oh, I'm going to talk about that in a bit. <laughs> yeah, um, go for it. I'm going to skip me, but Eric, Eric... What's your good yum? Oh, my God, good I can't good even yum. Hybrid it. Oh, my yummy Lord. yum yum. Um, don't, well, no, No, my yummy Bieber, yum. Don't well, even.
2: I'm not gonna talk about. Oh yeah, I forgot about that song. Um, ah. <laughs> the um, I finished The Last of Us 2, but we'll talk about that when we get to the news. And I also just watched The Old Guard, which is a Netflix film based on the comic book by Greg Rucka. Yeah. Uh, and it's really good. It's quite faithful to the comic book there's a little there's less by less there's no no mythical creatures type thing there's yeah, no they magic adju- they, they just grounded the it yeah which is fine because it, um, it, it it still worked um and they didn't really go into the older stuff this is really the first um, volume of the graphic novel of the graphic novel series and uh it was very good i thought everyone played their parts well and i'm looking forward to Any sequels that they create, and they will make it because that movie's doing bank right now by bank. (sighs) I mean Netflix bank, which means lots of people watching it.
0: That's yeah. That (laughs) is the only bank that matters. Um, (laughs) Give me a hot second. I need to look something up. Uh, You know, I'll just ask. What
2: else about the the Old Guard? They they've also re released it. um, The volumes. Um, in you know paperback form. So they are back in stock and they are everywhere. If we had an affiliate link, I would put it in our notes, but I don't think we have that anymore. I'm sure I do somewhere, but I can't remember. Um, let's see. Can I keep going? Let's see. How do I spin this more? Um, <laughs> can, I, can I add something? Uh, if, you, if you must. Yes.
4: My, my favorite internet headline regarding the old guard this week was it has Charlize Theron doing what she does best, being an immortal badass.
2: Yeah, the 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 all the behind the scenes uh, videos that they've released have been actually quite good. They had uh Greg rucka um actually um you know, he was a consultant on the film, the fight choreographer because the old guard are so, so old, like 6000 years old, Andy's supposed to be ish. And they decided to use like hundreds of uh fighting styles and meld them together and sort of do something that only someone that old could do is utilize all these different styles of fighting in this uh in their in their styles and it's it's quite amazing to see her move. You know, you you know she's a badass from Mad Max, but yeah. I don't think she's ever been this badass. Even Atomic Blonde was not this badass.
0: Sweet this is what I wanted to say, and thank you for there stretching. See, I, yeah, no, no uh, I also want to give a shout out to, and I'm going to say the actor's name right because it's going to. Screw if I don't. Uh, Harry Melling, because I thought it was something different. Um, I want to give a big shout out to Dudley Dursley being a badass in that show too.
2: Dudley shows up, and you're just like, oh my god, is like, that guy looks, so, looks really familiar? And then he starts talking, and you're like, wait a minute, that's Dudley.
0: Yeah. Oh, it, threw me, thin. <laughs> it threw me even more because I was looked it up and I was like, his face is familiar and I couldn't forget it was. Um, did anyone that saw the Ballad of Buster, Buster Scruggs at yeah. all? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was the he was the armless, legless Thespian in that.
4: Oh, was yes.
0: he really? Yeah, it was the Holy same shit. guy. And I didn't even realize. I'm like, oh, what's he done since that? I was like, oh my god! And I was like, yep, that's why I recognize his face because he got like real skinny.
3: Uh, he was also like,
0: a bigger guy, even by the end of that series. Like, yeah. Harry Potter, yeah, he was a big kid, he was big, he and was he big got kid. like right skinny. Yeah, he was also wow. in his Dark
2: Materials, the HBO show, yeah, with Lin Manuel Miranda. He was one of the guards, um, yeah, near the end of the series. And yeah. it's really weird seeing him. You're like, I know that face,
0: I know it, like, he's got like it's, and you hear him talking, like, oh, that's who it is, but like. I I will give him credit. He has found a brilliant way to reinvent himself as an actor. I mean, like the physical training alone to get himself down to the physique he has now is astonishing, Mm. but like, yeah, phenomenal underrated actor. And, Uh, um, get a lot of work now too.
2: Also, he's the uh, grandson of Patrick Troughton, who was one of the doctors. Yep. (laughs) Which is crazy. If you look at his face, you can sort of see it and you're just like, Oh,
5: I like, well, you've it's, got it's the like the nose it, and the eyes. Right?
0: It's like Steve always says it's the venerable, venerable British actor genes. Like, they just passed down. It's genetic. Like, this guy <laughs> that <laughs> Melling and he does something very, very stupid. Like, that kid's going to have a crazy long career and more yeah, power tunes. Yeah. He's just coming into his own. It's phenomenal to watch him work. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Mark, what's good? Marcus. Marcus, I will say it right. I promise I will.
5: <laughs> no, I, li- I, like th- I like this abbreviation. Mark us. Mark us.
0: <laughs> uh, what's good?
5: Uh, not a whole lot, except uh, a really cool thing just a little while ago. I have really missed kind of being a, a little bit more hands-on and making some interesting, cool, geeky-ass crap. And uh-huh. uh, I actually got a message uh, just a little while ago from uh, an old customer of mine. Um, bought my one of my Majora's masks that I had made and bought the Deku mask that I had made. And uh, she, the reason I even made the Deku mask was because she ordered it. Well, she called up again and she was just like, I want to get two more masks made for my boyfriend to complete the set. So I'm doing a Goran mask and a Zora mask from Majora's nice. mask. And Ooh. I'm so excited. I have full creative license to kind of just theme up and create a realistic awesome ap- approach to these masks and i'm very excited by that that's so that's amazing. my that that was that's my yummy goodness right
3: now so <laughs> <cool>. yum <laughs> yum I can't yum. even get mad I don't <laughs> think this down i pretty yummy. entirely on this
1: I <laughs> need to put <laughs> the explicit tag on this <laughs> podcast oh, oh we've it's had it for a while yeah. now dude. <laughs> it's been like <laughs> once on oh. specifically <laughs> for the yums
0: <laughs> <It's> Marcus <laughs> Yum Yum 2 by 2 <laughs> <laughs> oh god okay I'll, I'll go next I think I'm the last one Yum
3: yum. Um,
0: and <laughs> <of a> <laughs> I can't get mad. I opened the door to this. It's fine. Um, it's true. I've been playing a lot of Warzone. It, it it it's a great cap off to my day where I get to run around aimlessly and shoot things. I've actually, I've basically completed the battle pass for the month already. Nice. Uh, like halfway through the month, <laughs> I'm at max level. I'm running. I, I'm at the point where I'm like, I'm kind of getting bored with this because I have nothing. You got to play with us. Every time I go on, y'all are like closed group, and I'm like, I messaged you guys, and you're like, "Oh, we're doing this." You and never like, message us. Oh, <laughs> I've never okay. gotten one at all. Okay, I don't message you because usually I don't see you. I see Julian first, and then we're, he'll message me. Like, we're oh, we're usually playing together. I know, and that's why I'm like, I'll message you. I message him because I know you're also usually like a lot of times you're Twitch streaming, so I'm like, I nah, will message you. I haven't, I haven't, him. I haven't And then he'll message while. me back like a day later, I'll be like, "Sorry, dude, I didn't get that." I was like, "Uh huh." I was commenting uh, on the damn sh- Twitch stream while you were playing.
2: Mm, we'll see. We'll see. We'll That's see. all good. I don't
0: care. Yeah. Uh, but there's that, and then uh, I've become fiercely embroiled in my previously mentioned uh, the TikTok Wrestling Federation. Don't you dare mm. laugh, Marcus. This is my. No,
5: I, what I'm waiting for is for you to tell me what, what I can find you under for this TikTok. <laughs> oh,
0: uh, yeah. Again, I'll, I'll promo, and I'll, I'll pimp this again. For those that wish to follow my wrestling persona, it's uh, at that t h a t kg T-H-A-T-K-G, all one word. Um, I'm very easy to find. Uh, you'll know me by the promos with no face on them in a dark, almost John Kramer-esque voice track to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Although actually, you know, I, I shouldn't say that because I actually finished the mask I was working on uh, yesterday that I can now Ooh. use so I can have my face show up in promos. But yeah, so uh, the uh, I'm, in, I'm in a tournament this weekend uh, for the TikTok Hardcore Championship. I'm looking forward to annihilating people there because I've had to, as one of, and this I say with very little shame, I'm one of the oldest people in that, that community even though most of them don't know how old I actually am. Well, um, I, was, I was
1: about to say, it won't even let me download TikTok because I'm over 20. So it's <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a damn lie. An alarm went off. I couldn't.
0: Yeah. Uh, but but and this will tie in with some, some news that'll come up is with the... With the potential uh, ban of TikTok in the States, a lot of people got very panicky. Mm. Uh, And I helped alleviate some of that fear by reminding them all that there's these fun things called VPNs where you can just make yourself Canadian. And then even if they ban the States, you can still use it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Who knows?
0: Um, That's sound and fury signifying nothing. Everyone was well aware of why that statement was made based (laughs) off the uh, garbage turnout at the rallies.
2: I love how angry they're getting at TikTok, but Facebook takes more information and constantly tracks you, <laughs> right? Even if you don't well, have the app yeah. on. But,
0: but it's because Facebook's an American company, so they don't care about that because they get except, that information. Except they yeah, also
2: yeah. have, um it also goes to China as well. So well, there is an arm. <laughs> this,
0: this, I made this <laughs> <that> fun <laughs> little, this, you know, this is good. We'll use this to help segue into the news because my, my goodness is done after this. <laughs> um, the other funny thing that I brought up when people were panicking about this in some conversations I said, is that if that's the case and they're going to start like dropping the hammer on, we're going to ban Chinese apps. I'm like, well, there goes Disney plus mm. people are like what are you talking mm-hmm. about? I'm like, Disney is 56% owned by a Chinese company. They're the majority Chinese, the shareholders, which means that they own all that stuff. So if they really wanted it, they could have it. And if mm-hmm. you were like, Oh, I'm like, yeah, so I, I, as much as he, like, you know, his lordship down in the South wants to say that he's going to start doing that. He really, he'll open a can of worms that none of them can afford to open. So I think that's why we haven't heard anything about it since last week because they realized that when it's not a feasible option.
4: When is thought, he ever successfully followed through? So yeah. I thought
2: Disney only their, res, their, um what's it called? Disney resorts. Is that their, that mm-hmm. shell, that company? I thought it was what? only the Disney resorts section of Disney. That was half owned by, um, or More owned by,
0: but it's might be might be
5: the parks too, like Disney parks. That's what I meant,
0: parks. But that's you know what I mean. Like once you open that door, then it's so arguable that because I mean all because again, even with the parks, your name goes in the databases that they have, and those databases can be accessed ostensibly by anyone that owns the company if they wanted to. So I mean, once you ring that bell, it opens it up for so much nonsense if people really wanted to pursue it, and a lot of people I think would do it just to prove the point.
2: I love how they're angry at China but Russia has been stealing their info for mm. what I at mean, least yeah. at least 4 years at least four years. <laughs> more suspicious. i know why that's why i said at
0: least all right welcome Wait, to conspiracy he's cast He's
4: just it's not
3: conspiracy. These are known.
0: <laughs> it's, it's, if you look at it it makes sense he's circled back around towards going like when he was running initially he started going after china for stuff he's just circled back around in his playbook he's like i have to go back to china for stuff again
2: and just to make things clearer for you the listeners we're talking about trump
0: we don't like him fuck trump
3: Yes. No. <laughs> this is,
2: this is, yeah. this is no. a this is a statement from the podcast.
0: I was I was trying to be diplomatic <laughs> and not uh, not na- as if TikTok has taught me nothing. Is that the best way to avoid this? Is to not put someone's name in your mouth, and then doesn't no, matter. if that. people look it Screw up. those people.
3: Hey, I'm, <laughs> I love it.
0: I'm, politics, politics, politics. Anyways, moving on. Geeky news. We, we did have a really good
2: politic based um podcast. It was like what four years ago. We should go back to it. We'll do it in November. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> well, we're going li- sure to live stream the election. Yeah. Yeah. We we're could live stream to- the election. Uh, That's what we did last time. We wanted to last time.
0: We to. Oh, Lord. <laughs> we wanted
2: to, but we were too sad as, as it started. <laughs>
0: we're That's like, what yeah. I mean. That's just it. Like, I don't want to sit there and live stream it because I don't think I have enough booze in my house to get that drunk for a live stream if things go the way that I'm going to say they're probably going to go. We
2: should just get a keg each. Yeah.
0: <sighs> uh, anyway there's actually a really cool distillery that's opened up in niagara falls that i want to check out so Which i might one? just uh i don't know the name of it to be honest it's oh, a little okay. um you know there's that one little distillery that's right in the clifton hill area that has it's like the brewery aren't
2: there two there well are, are there one three one. now
0: i i do i don't know i don't travel we were under uh, a quarantine
2: yes, <laughs> well my parents are there so that's the only reason why i know
0: uh there was the one that the the, the first one that was always there that's, that's the one I right used on to go to though. by uh uh, was it Denny's? <laughs> yes, that one. Okay, that brewery. Yeah. Well, they that same company's open a distillery that's doing the same thing where they have their their sampling rooms attached to the distillery, so you can order food and get you know whiskey there. And I'm a big nice. fan of sampling new whiskeys. So hmm. if I can think of the name or find it for them, this I'll definitely give them a shout out so they can sponsor us. And by us, I mean me, so I can get drunk and not have to worry about my problems.
2: There's Yay. a great um, distillery in Guelph called Dixon. We talked about it. Yeah, we did. Did we talk about it last time? Yeah,
0: Dixon's amazing. I love it. Ah,
2: spirits. They're so good. Um, they Dixon Distillery
0: is fantastic, and we would love to have them sponsor us. I will yeah, show yeah. booze. That's right. Uh, Guelph
2: I, uh, Distillery, Dixon. I am an
0: advertising whore. I will show your product. We for
2: have this amazing um, <laughs> spicy vodka. Like It's their Caesar Mix vodka. And and why is it so spicy? Because it's for, it's <laughs> for Caesars. I it's for Caesars. Oh, and I got there's, that. there's ghost peppers in it. Um, it's no, no.
0: Time. Why would you? Why would you? Why would
2: you? Just a little. It's good. Like I think it's all you need. Easy. All
0: yeah, you no. need is a little bit to ruin your GI tract and poop fire. For-
2: <laughs> <laughs> one day. One day we're going to do the hot ones challenge.
0: One oh, day. Yes. Okay. Um, you know what? Uh, you know what? Um, I'll we'll stream it. We'll I will say this right now just for sheer sure entertainment we should do that around mid to late September how does that sound cuz fuck it i don't want to go into 40 com- I don't want to go into 40 comfortable <sighs> Yeah
2: okay you know what why not let's we'll yeah, do it live we'll do it around my
3: birthday and then i'll just you know shift. <laughs> We'll do Happy it on birthday. your
0: birthday Happy <laughs> birthday you're going to pee fire for a night <laughs> from yeah. your butt anyway anyone seen a bearded fat man weep before
2: tune in how about how about a, a a sadly bearded uh, asian
0: it doesn't connect. <laughs> it doesn't connect. Are you, right, well, I was saying, what, are you sad or is it the beard sad? I don't the know. The
2: beard is sad. This. What uh, is uh, uh, Why
5: doesn't this connect? Why? Have you have seen those, you sash sash those all advertisements times? all over Facebook? You just need a, like, a spiky roller. Apparently that oh makes Jesus. all hair just grow out of nowhere.
2: I'm, I'm just going to grow it out so that Fu Man shoes, right? Do it. Yeah, that. yeah. yeah no, so do, do it. That. I shaved the, the side of my head, my head today, yeah. so I had to shy, shave that. The sideburns? The fuzz?
5: Yeah.
2: <laughs> it, no, the sideburns are there. It's the fuzz. The, yeah. sideburns. <laughs> the yeah. sideburns are fine. It's the connecting to everything else. It's it's the, the closer sideburn. to his chin
0: it gets, the wispier it gets. Yeah.
2: The chin is fine. It's the other parts. Damn uh-huh.
0: it. <laughs> Don't worry. Puberty will hit soon, son. It'll be fine.
2: Oh, my voice was cracking all over the place last time. I
3: know.
0: Oh, <laughs> we Lord. never age. We never age.
3: Until we really age. <laughs> Until you do. <laughs> yeah.
0: Until you do. You'll hit that wall and all of a sudden just bang, venerable. I
2: know. I'll wear robes all the time and carry a cane, even though if I don't need one. We'll see. Bro,
0: wearing a bathrobe in public does not get any better the older you get.
2: It will be a silk one. It will be amazing.
0: <laughs> the wind will blow it everywhere. Oh. Well, I can't unsee that image now. Eric, do you have any more geeky newts? <laughs> no geeky news. <laughs> geeky news for us. Wow.
2: Like we do oh, no. when we um when we finish our what's good, we we talk about the news, the news that has interested us the past couple weeks since we last <clears throat> recorded. I guess the last week or two. Anyway. So, the news, the news, the news, the news for the band. The band. The band. That's a Scott Pilgrim reference. Anyway, <laughs> in Naughty Dog news, I just finished The Last of Us 2, and it was wonderful, and I will say this in all earnestness. I don't think there's a better game company out there right now, and there's no one that I can think of that can do their type of storytelling. Um, I don't think anyone has even touched them. I think the game is amazing. I think you should play it. Um, stop listening to the internet. Speaking of the internet and The Last of Us 2, the internet mm-hmm. is bunch of dicks because they've been sending death threats to the actresses the writers the directors the game developers um people who have reviewed it and liked it um and they're just sending out death threats to all these people and what's the point what are you doing
0: like why would you fictional characters right fictional characters yeah but apparently they've
4: ruined them for us
2: like the actresses have anything to do with the story right they're hired to do a job they did it amazingly why would why why would you send yeah, them death yeah. threats that's yeah. so so shitty it's
0: not like they went rogue in the middle of the voice recording for the game and decided i'm gonna rewrite this script and do this no they fucking didn't grow the fuck up seriously please seriously, like good god for
4: some people this is their passion in life there's a small group in that that will latch on to something in that and not only ruin it for other people in that, but make the people involved in it
0: make their lives absolute hell it's been going on for a very long time and I don't under- <laughs> i don't understand how that is where any human can find any semblance of fucking satisfaction is to shit on the creativity of others i don't i sincerely don't understand it 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 bothers me and it bothers me even more that they don't seem to feel that there's anything wrong with this. Mm-hmm.
3: Like the um, just the
0: yeah. sincere lack of fucking human empathy behind some of these trolls is staggering.
2: Yeah, um, I will say in all uh, earnest, earnesty, yeah. earnestness. earnestness. I, I will I'll, in earnestness. Um, it. The Last of Us means so much to me as a gamer and as a parent, mm-hmm. um, especially since I have two daughters. Um, mm-hmm. I played it again recently. I've played it many times, but playing it, uh, thinking about the emotions that Joel goes through, um, yes, it's it's so powerful. Uh, adding onto that The Last of Us 2 as a person that's growing older, um, the themes that really, sh- like, they're shown throughout the second game without, you know, going to spoiler territory mm-hmm. are so meaningful, and if you can't get the emotional... Outcome that this game is supposed to lead you to by the end of the game, then there's something I don't know off there.
0: Because and just know. to just to, to piggyback off that, here's the thing about this: is that it's it's a video game, which, mm-hmm. to be fair, in especially in recent years, has become a very very valid mode of storytelling and one of which mm. I like. I've been like I've been an RPG gamer for most of my life. They're always my jam. There's some beautiful ways to tell stories using this medium where it makes it interactive, but you're still invested in the story. Yeah. But ultimately, it's a fucking story. If you don't like the story, don't play it. Don't yeah. read it. And if you did play it and you didn't like it, that, that's fair. That's valid. Hmm. But then you just didn't like it. And you'll know that, okay, well, then if there's a third one, I will not purchase that. I won't yeah. play that. <laughs> but the fact that people are hmm. getting so invested in this, like it, like somehow that this eighty dollar video game has ruined their goddamn lives and made it just insufferable to them is is laughable to me. In person, hmm. this is me personally. I am not speaking for everyone. This is me. This is me. I'm gonna start shooting right now. This. <laughs> um, this is it's, a Matt Moore rant section of the podcast. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, a, it's a joke. It's, it's laughable how. How sad that this, this can be something that would ruin someone's day. And this, uh, I hate drawing comparisons, but the easiest comparison that I always draw with internet trolls is fucking real life Karens.
3: Yeah.
0: It really (laughs) sincerely is. People, the internet gaming troll death threat is the real life equivalent of let me speak to your fucking manager for the level of just petty bullshit (laughs) that usually follows that phrase. I think it's the worst part of the
2: Karen. It's the calling the police on someone because it's that
0: section <laughs> because for me, it's death thing, threats in a different way right? but that's the thing the yeah. thing for me is that when it comes to and i'll segue into the karens on this when it comes to a karen and if you are listening and you don't know what a karen is i'm i'm applauding you but i'm also frightened because if you don't know that either means that you've never experienced one or you might be one in that <laughs> you should look it up figure it out just to be on the safe side i don't i don't think we have any listeners that don't know what that is but
5: I would, I would hope they're
0: not. The, the, term, the term originated from a Dane Cook stand-up bit. Like the actual original term was that everyone has a, it's a work has a Karen and Karen's always a douchebag. <laughs> <It> was <laughs> that's the rough quote on that. But that's it's yeah. the there. There's no distinction for me from the. I don't like my food. Let me talk to your manager. To I'm going to call the police because it's someone that wants to pursue an authority because they're so convinced that they're right and their voice is the only one that matters. And that's what is bullshit. And why does this person have to go out of their way
4: to harass another person over a perceived slight?
0: Exactly. Like it's in the grand scheme, it's like. And again, it it all always stems back to Twitter, and Twitter is the biggest culprit for this—not the only one, but it's certainly the largest. It's where um, the most threats come from. And it's because that's the largest community where you can find like-minded dum-dums to, per- to follow you and like you. Because people do this shit for <laughs> likes. They don't do, they, half the time, I don't think most of them even do it because they believe in it. They do it because they want attention and they want people to like what they're saying. And if enough oh. people like it, they'll keep doing it. it, it it's sad. It's sad <sighs> that that's what, what we've come to with video game culture. Where it's a, and not even game culture, but just culture in general. Where half the time people have to take into account if I say this how much negativity could be spawned from that and that shouldn't even be in the conversation mm-hmm. but somehow it now has to be because dum-dums like this on the internet feel the need to be slighted by fictional video game fucking characters and then have to then threaten the actors that have voiced these characters which means they actually did the, t- the time to do the research to find out who this person is that voiced this character that bothered them so much and threatened them. Yep. You know how much effort that takes for <laughs> such a petty goddamn concern. go mm. the fuck up. Get a get a hobby. You know, take a- up <laughs> or something. You need a different hobby. Video games.
5: Yeah, get a hobby that is. Video games might not be for you. <laughs>
0: oh, sorry. Anywho. That's my rant. That was a rambling rant this week, but. I got a lot
5: of. I'll, I'll add. I'll add an uh,
2: applause. Snaps snap for Matt. Snaps. Snaps. Snap Matt. I'll do the. I'll do the. This one, even though we're not a visual podcast. Um. I'm,
0: liking, I'm liking. that this segment happens. It's letting me voice a lot of my frustrations in a very <laughs> hilariously productive way. D-
1: don't Anyways. worry. We'll start recording soon. It'll be. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's move on. Uh, Star Trek has announced. Has announced. Has released their trailer for Lower Decks. It's their animated series by some of the creators of Rick and Morty. Um, what did you guys think of it?
5: Hmm, I th- yeah. it looked, looked pretty fun, looked pretty mm-hmm. interesting, but it's, it's very different for people that are like classic Star Trek fans. Yeah. Um, I think there are going to be some very disappointed people out there. Um, but I also uh, think that there's going to be a wealth of possible new, uh, new blood that could come with this wave of, uh, of a, such a cartoon like this, uh, a little series like this yeah. might re reinvigorate a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. as, as a fan of both genres I'm excited and I'm happy to see it so I mean like I'll, I'll be happy either way
3: nice. I, uh,
0: I feel that they owe us royalties because we talked about this almost what four or five six months ago on a podcast where the, we were talking about Star Trek probably
3: <laughs> I, I know. Oh, I know. We did. We're you talked about how a Dark good Trek, chance.
0: Like introducing, introducing kids to Star Trek, and the oh yeah, own, we did. Yeah. The yeah. The we did. We talked about this before. Cartoons, and oh gosh, it wouldn't be great if they brought back something like that to make it more accessible. I now think it look. was shows who said
5: that. Hey, shows. The, they were listening.
0: Shows. They owe you money, bro. I, yeah,
3: exactly. Pending. Right? Pending. But patent,
1: patent, I think patent. this got, this also comes to this idea. Uh, you know, for me to go on a tiny rant here about why people can't just enjoy things for what they are. Mm-hmm. You know, like like for me, I'm like, all right, let's get a little bit more Star Trek. Sure. It might not be for everybody, but I'll watch it. I'll check it out. If I don't like it, I won't watch it anymore. But already the internet is full of people that are saying this is a disgrace. This is Gene Roddenberry is is, is turning in his grave and, and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, relax, people. Just just let the show happen. If yeah. you don't like it, don't watch it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Just yeah. Just, exactly. Just to- drop a little logic bomb on this. Even if, say, they wanted to do this show live action, they fucking can't right now because we're in the middle of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. So this mm-hmm. way they can at least still provide new and exciting content, um, you know, on another four-year mission. And we don't have to worry about getting people in the studio and getting people sick. So it's a win-win for everyone as far as I'm concerned.
4: Uh Huck? this is a little more impressive than I thought it was going to be. Um, I can see that they're going a different route with it. Uh, a friend of ours uh, commented that he was afraid it was going the Rick and Morty humor route. And I saw a little bit of that in there, uh, especially mm. in that, uh, in that medical Bay uh, scene. Yeah. Um, sure. I think this so far, this looks cute, fun. It's going to play with a lot of the star Trek universe. It looks, you know, I, did you guys manage to catch that little glimpse of the, uh, Mr. Mata alien? The yeah. Starfleet
2: uniform. I did not even notice that. No.
4: Yeah, blue face with the line down the middle. I <laughs> missed and, it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I don't think it's gonna. Re- it's not gonna rewrite the book on it, but I think no. it's gonna have a lot of fun with. I think.
2: I think it's gonna be fun too.
0: Um, and I all, like it. Yeah. Honestly, you know what? Even if it does go the Rick and Morty comedy route, cool. The show doesn't always have to be super serious. Sometimes there's a lot of goofy okay. stuff that can happen in space with under the Star Trek banner too. Let's have some fun. Why not? Let's hey, have some hey. fun.
3: Hey, let's CBS
2: do a Shakespeare episode. CBS release trailers in Canada.
0: <laughs> yeah. What the yes. Hell? Yeah. Do. Hot, yeah. yeah. And give and when it's CBS all access, give us all access. Don't just give us partial access to what you want to let us have up here. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah. We we gave you Shatner.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. film your shows up here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You love us. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> we just want to love you back. Yeah. Anywho, let's move on. Uh, in better in better sci-fi news, Disney has announced a spin-off series to Star Wars: The Clone Wars, and it's centered around the Bad Batch, which was introduced in the seventh season of Star Wars: Clone Wars. And I am so fucking here for this! Oh my yes, God. yes,
5: yes. So, Marcus, gonna be good.
2: how long yep. is it going to take you to create the Bad Batch helmets?
5: Uh, I'm going to start designing probably tonight. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, amazing. Like, honestly, I'm I'm super excited. Uh, I. Star Wars is my jam. I love I love everything Star Wars, so this is very exciting. I loved the last season of Clone Wars. I thought mm-hmm. they did a great job. Uh, there are still a few mm-hmm. things I really wish could have happened, would have happened, but not, I'm not going to compl- complain because I really enjoyed it, really loved what they did. Yeah. So now the fact that they're just kind of piggybacking, like, what else can we do? Let's grow more. Let's create even more veins to this tree, mm-hmm. and let's yeah. give everybody this rich, beautiful tapestry of Star Wars world. Ooh, I'm so excited. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it, it's 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 amazing. Yeah. I cannot wait. Um it's funny because me and Hawk did a Star Wars podcast, um, like bonus episodes for Geeks with Kids where we reviewed every episode of season seven. And yeah. at the end of the Bad Batch storyline, we we're just like, Why why aren't they here anymore? <laughs> we yeah, want look, more. Yeah. We want more. And now they're giving us more, and that's
0: amazing. And I, I love the fact that especially Clone Wars, I mean it's getting the branch off with Bad Batch. We know that there is lore introduced in that show that's continuing on in The Mandalorian in Season 2. Mm-hmm, so, man. like, bless them for having a lore keeper that gives a shit about that universe.
2: It, yeah, uh, his name is Dave Filoni. And, <laughs> yeah. 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 so All
5: man. bless Dave Filoni. All exactly. yeah.
3: bless Dave Filoni. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yep.
5: And then um, he's back
4: in the... Yeah, he's back in the seat where he started in, which is animation um, is continuing forward. We're we're past the Clone Wars now, and we're into uncharted territory, and it it, it just feels right. And I feel like it's going to have a lot of connections with a lot of the other content that comes out on Disney+, especially The Mandalorian. I think we're going to see a lot of tie-ins between it.
5: I hope so.
2: Anyway, I'm going to do the next one really fast because it's a long one. Um, Yesterday, which was Sunday the 12th, Ubisoft had their summer celebration of video games, their upcoming video games. It was called Ubisoft Ford. They had it was like two and a half hours long. So there's a lot of stuff. Um, they they announced some some DLC coming out for games that are already out. Like the Crew 2 is getting this retro thing. Uh Charles Rising is getting a uh, super long track called the Giga track Ghost Recon Breakpoint which was this is my issue with the game and we talked about it in the review is that they didn't have AI teammates and now they're adding it in just like Wildlands uh, mm-hmm. the main show started with Watchdogs Legion there was a short film that was incredible if not a little offensive with the poetry at the beginning um, they, they, they showed their play anyone mechanic which just looks incredible yeah. it was followed up by Grahalla <laughs> which is their free to play Uh, Smash Brothers clone Uh, it's coming to mobile and it's promising cross-play with everyone so that's cool that's cool Elite Elite Squad was their next teaser it was a Tom Clancy Team Fortress esque mobile game we don't really know anything about it Uh, you can pre-order it for August 27th Mm. the next game they announced was Hyperscape which is their entry into the Battle Royale scene it's sort of like Mirror's Edge um, with shooting a little more frantic some verticality it looks really good you can play the PC beta right now it's free Then what everyone was waiting for, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, they really went into the the depth of the game. They showed gameplay footage, they showed what you can do, the raiding parties, which we had talked about in the last episode. Um, So I I assume they just listened to what we said and gave us everything. Obviously. Plus more, because they're allowing you to recruit cats into your raiding parties so cats can go and raid raid fortresses this is yeah. everything that we need in a game so obviously this is the game of the year for everyone yeah right? this is this is the game yeah. of the year
5: oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure yeah
2: um they also announced the the um the release date, which is November 17th for our PS4, Xbox One, Stadia, and PC with um, next-gen consoles coming shortly afterwards. Um, yeah.
0: So those will then, be set for launch, which we, we talked about the last time. They'll yeah. probably release it for launch because why wouldn't they?
2: Yeah. And then to close off the show, they had a cinematic trailer for Far Cry 6, which is what we hoped for.
5: Oh, yeah. Uh, so I
2: favorite. love calling that. We we all well I think uh, we all did um, we all well we yeah. all were praying for it yeah so Giancarlo Esposito plays Ugh. this dictator in a Cuba esque setting um, and he I guess for you know for that parenting section of this podcast <laughs> there, there is that 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 parenting goals thing that he had in that he was teaching his son life life skills that only that only a a, a you know a parent like Giancarlo Esposito could do. <laughs> I if love, you haven't seen that trailer, you should really watch it. It I makes more sense. how much
0: it. work that guy's getting. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, between he's the amazing in Mandalorian. Far Cry, like he just doesn't see, and he's so good at being bad. Yeah. Yep. It's
2: so, so intense and it's they, they captured his looks like his, his his glimpses with his eyes and little little yeah. twitches on his face just perfectly oh, yeah. uh, the game releases February 18th 2021 on PS4, PS5, Xbox 1, Xbox Series X, PC and Stadia
0: yeah oh. <sighs> But I also like the f- <laughs> I like the fact that they're launching it on all platforms and not just doing the next gen, which they really could have in February and just made it like one of the next gen pre launches. They're still letting people that haven't quite done the crossover get it. I dig that. That makes yeah. me
3: yeah.
0: Yeah. uh
2: yeah. Any thoughts on this before we move on? Assassin's
5: Creed <laughs> thumbs up, yeah. Oh God! Yes, everything, everything. I've said yeah. it
0: before, and I'll say it again. We be hard for Ubisoft.
5: Yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, uh, CEO wow. Eves
2: Gilmo um, also announced that there is going to be another Ubisoft forward cool. this yeah. summer. So yeah. the it'll be hopefully games that I wanted to see, like Gods and Monsters, Beyond Good and uh, yeah. Evil Two, Division. They'll,
0: they'll throw some out at oh. the end of August, probably for like they'll basically do their like w- like fall winter lineup. Like here's. Everything. Yeah,
2: they're probably waiting for the next gen systems to get their announced dates, so that they can yeah. be like, "This is when things are coming out." Yeah, it's it's really yeah. hard to
0: promote all the games you have coming out when you're like, "They'll come out as soon as we know." Especially because, like, I'm sure they probably announced all their third gen console stuff at this one, and now all it's all pretty much the next one will be all their next gens, mm-hmm. or at least the ones that are like mostly aimed at next gen. You don't want to, you don't say, "Hey, this is going to come out as soon as they tell you when these are available and how much they are."
3: Yeah. Yeah. And
2: now we're going to move into some sadder news. Um, today Mm. it was announced that Kelly Preston has died after two years of battling breast cancer. She's the wife of John Travolta. She was also in a a bunch of amazing films like twins, Jerry Maguire. Um, yeah, so that's sad. Um, also (laughs) announced today was, uh, Glee star Naya Rivera, um, was announced dead. Uh, she, she was found today Mm. and, um, it it, it turns it turns out that she had saved her son by putting him in the boat um, while there were what undercurrents was it uh, shows yeah something like that. Apparently, they weren't even supposed
0: to be in the water. That there's no swimming yeah, in that lake. The the issue but, that's been that's come from that is that the lake, is, that, lake is, that lake is particularly dangerous. There's lots of whirlpools, yeah. tides, and currents. There's no signage anywhere there. People that have lived around there have been saying for years it needs it Right uh, because there's no appropriate state signage and people die out there far too frequently.
1: And she was Uh, alone. Like it was just her and her son. She didn't bring anyone else with her. Luckily luckily another
2: boat found that uh her her son. Mm -hmm. Ah, Yeah. Sad. And um I'm gonna let Matt, you can take the the next Uh, all right,
0: I'll uh I'll take this one. Uh we just want to take a quick moment uh to acknowledge the passing of Nick Cordero. Uh he was a Hamilton uh Hamilton native which is where I am from Marcus Marcus is from uh, all we, of us, were all,
2: we were all there for years We were years. all associated yeah. there for
0: years yeah. um, He went on to be a, a big presence on the, Broadway, on the Broadway stage As well as making his start into uh, the small and large screen Phenomenal performer, a really, really great guy I had the privilege of knowing him for many, many, many years mm-hmm. um, And it's, uh, he unfortunately passed away due to uh, complications from COVID-19 uh, so we just want to, you know, give a, um, an acknowledgement to his phenomenal career. This isn't news; everyone he's been. This case has been everywhere. People have been following this. Uh, all the news outlets followed it. He's on the cover of People magazine right now. Yeah, uh, and there's a big push to rename uh, one of the theaters in New York after him. The one that it was the Longacre Theater, where uh, a Bronx tale ran.
2: Yeah, where that was his.
0: Um, he was his, one his, of the his Tony
2: nomination. One of them, yeah. one of
0: them, yeah. And it was the yeah. uh, it was the longest running show that that theater had ever seen in its entire. Hit. And it's it was actually that theater has been in existence before Broadway was Broadway. Uh, it was one of the first theaters in New York, and the Bronx Tale was the longest running show it ever had. Uh, so there's a big push to rename it. Hopefully that happens. in the Schubert organization, if they're listening, although I doubt they will, if they're listening, it would be a great tribute to a great man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just uh, be safe out there, guys. We joke about it. We make snide comments, but this shit's real and it has real repercussions. So please be safe, be smart. Even though those, some places in power don't want you to think that this isn't necessarily a big deal. It is a big deal. So please, please, please be safe, be smart, be careful. Yeah. Don't be a COVID Karen.
3: Yeah. <sighs>
0: it's true. Yeah. Uh, was, that, was, I'm not even going to rant on that, but yeah, it's just, yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: yeah. He was a nice guy that the, the times I had met him,
0: he was phenomenal yeah. guy, super guy. Yeah. One of the the nicest guys you'd ever, but you ever want to met and just the amount of lives that he had touched, just being here and like just amongst celebrities.
2: It's crazy. Like even, even like friends of our podcast uh, from everything is permitted. Like um, Brittany from there knew him. Like they had, they had connected like, like that's just crazy that the the different worlds connecting. And
3: yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Who did he play on Bronx tale? So yeah. So that's,
0: he, he was, was um, the mob boss. He was he was the Chaz Palmenteri character. He was sunny. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, because wow. yeah. well, it's because he he'd gotten that gig because he had done uh, Bullets Over Broadway, which was his first Tony oh, nomination. Because he was cheating Bullets Over Broadway, and that's how yeah. he met up with uh, Chaz. Yeah, because he that was the Chaz Palmentary role in the movie, and he and Chaz was so impressed with what he did. He's like, hey, i me and uh, De Niro are producing a stage version of bullet of Bronx tale. And he wanted him to play Sonny cause mm-hmm. you know, who better? He, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, he also played Earl in the,
0: uh, in waitress. In waitress. Was, he was the original, using the original cast of that. He actually, and he was also uh, Dennis uh, on not the, the lead, the start off, but he took over the role of Dennis in rock of ages on Broadway. He had actually, they were ju- had just opened it in uh, LA. LA. Yeah. Uh, they actually crafted uh, the bourbon room. They'd made the bourbon room on a, in LA and he was mm-hmm. set to take over that role and they just ran into previews <coughs> when he got sick.
2: Yeah. Huh. So yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's anyway, move on.
0: Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. So I had, I didn't want to bring the energy down too much, but I really wanted <laughs> to just give a, an acknowledgement and tribute to, you know, a colleague, a friend, mm-hmm. really, really mm-hmm. great guy. Um, yeah. And just to make a really awkward ham-fisted segue on this, uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda was one of the first ones to really tweet about this outside that it was not directly affiliated with him to make a, make people aware of this. Um, which is and what Who's Lynn
2: Manuel in- Miranda?
0: Well, that's what ties into what we're here to talk about, which is Lynn manuel Miranda was See the that segue?
2: That was a... Yeah, that was a
0: yeah, good. That was professional. That was smooth. Yeah. Why well, you gave me the big bucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, author, composer, lyricist, or co-composer, lyricist, lead actor, general driving force behind Hamilton, an American musical... Oh, that guy from Mary Poppins.
3: Yes, was yes. also in Mary oh, yeah. Poppins. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> oh wait, wasn't he the bus guy from How I Met Your Mother?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He
0: was. He was also uh, House's uh, roommate when the uh, in season four of House,
5: when House was in a psychiatric institution. I love that. Was one of my favorite openings to a season.
1: Yeah, he, he was uh, a- Amy's brother in uh, in uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nine Nine, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's he's been in everything. Uh, he was also you know the guy that wrote a bunch of uh, songs for Moana and by a bunch. I mean, wrote the songs for Moana, oh, all yeah, of them, all
3: of them. <laughs> the one that was
0: responsible for Dwayne Johnson rapping that was Lin Animal Miranda.
3: That's yes. right. I in love that heights. movie. Uh, yeah.
0: in the Heights. In
3: the uh, Heights. He did
2: um, Bring It On. Yes. Uh, what else yeah. did he do? He, he's done songs for Sesame Street. Yeah, like he's he's everywhere. He's he wrote everywhere. the yeah. he wrote the the two songs that are in Rise of Sky like the the song song in Rise of Skywalker, like from the bar scene and from and the Force, Force Awakens. Wigan. Yeah, yeah,
3: oh. yeah.
0: yeah. Um, yep. Yes, no. He's a prolific for, for performer. Uh, again, one of those wonderful, genuine human beings. And that's why we're here to talk about is uh, about a week or so ago, two weeks ago now. Um, Hamilton was released on Disney Plus
2: July 3rd right before uh, America Day So 10
0: 10 (laughs) days ago to be specific from the date of this recording 10 days ago (laughs) so it would probably be closer to 2 weeks ago when this comes out give or take Um, (laughs) we're going to talk about that 2 years ago (laughs) well it's a long episode it took me a while to edit 4 score and 7 years ago (laughs) our forefathers created a rap battle <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, um, so I'm gonna do a we're gonna I'm gonna do a quick little history on this one. We're just gonna talk about the show, uh, whether we loved it or hated it. Although, if anyone hated it here, I'll get um, the fuck. Oh, out. I will. I will duel you in New Jersey because everything is legal in New Jersey.
2: Ah, uh-huh. I see uh, what I, you did
3: there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, Hamilton uh, premiered off Broadway on February 17th, 2015 at the Public Theater. Uh, where it was completely sold out for the engagement that was there. It then transferred over to the Richards Rogers Theater on Broadway, opening on August 6th, 2015. It was one of the shortest turnarounds from a con- concept to on stage at, on Broadway. At the 2016 Tony Awards, Hamilton received a record 16 nominations and netted 11 wins, including Best Musical. It also received the 2016 Pulitzer Prize for Drama. Hamilton is a very unique production in so much as Hamilton tells the story of Alexander Hamilton, who was one of the founding fathers and the first Secretary of the Treasury in the United States, uh, following his career from his arrival in New York through to his uh, untimely demise in a duel. Um, But the unique part about this show is it is told almost exclusively through uh, R&B and hip hop. Uh, with very, very few, what most people in quotations would consider, um, and I'm using the quotation fingers here, uh, standard musical theater
3: music. (laughs) Um,
0: It, in fact, often lampoons that uh, quite skillfully as well. Um, And it was funny because I believe it was uh, 2000 and... I think it was 2014 when um, Lin-Manuel Miranda went to the White House Poetry Slam, the first time they had a bunch of poets there, and he performed the first song from Hamilton for President Barack Obama and Michelle Obama.
1: That's on YouTube. It's so cool.
0: It's, and and it hasn't, it barely changed from that. But he was talking about how he was, had the concept of the show uh, where he basically said, you know, you have Alexander Hamilton who came in here, did all these things, caught beef with every other founding father. Uh, And basically he wanted to draw the comparison between these sort of, Mythological, godlike founding fathers, which a lot mm. of people do consider them, and there's nothing wrong with that. But how the comparison could be made between their actual behaviors and contemporary hip hop artists, where basically they just roast each other in, in pamphlets and essays and papers. Yeah. <laughs> this, when he actually
2: uh, did his performance at the White House, it was in 2009. So he had just was started it old, writing oh, it. Okay. He so, just
0: started. Okay. I couldn't remember how early it was. Yeah. So just um, after
2: uh, he had taken office, or not too yeah. long after.
0: Yeah. Um, it's a brilliant, brilliant piece of theater. It has gone all over the world. It's, I believe I believe it's still playing, and I say this you know, hypothetically, it's playing in New York. It was playing in Chicago. It recently had just opened. It's playing in the West End in London, obviously. Yeah. It had just opened in Toronto, Ontario uh, mm-hmm. before, before all this happened. <laughs> <laughs> My um,
2: tickets.
0: <laughs> oh. Um <laughs> they, they, they delayed it though, right? I they,
2: they heard they delayed it until twenty twenty-one yeah, or twenty-two. It was twenty twenty-one originally, and today they announced it's twenty twenty-two now.
0: Where it's gonna come back? Yeah, but the yeah, lady get have, your
2: ticket. Yes, yes they. You oh. will. Keep, you will get your ticket as long as you don't um, turn it in for money. Wow, well, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah.
0: And an I mean, investment. With, I mean that, that show was virtually sold out for its entire run, and even if they're running at one third capacity of audience allowances, they would be running through until twenty thirty at the rate they vote, <laughs> they wanted. Well, it's yeah. right, which, I mean, realistically, yeah. like you can't for the sake they can either you know try to open it and run people through in smaller groups, or they can wait till everything's open proper and then actually seat audiences properly because the show yeah. is for everyone that's seen it, and I'm assuming at least the vast majority of our listeners have, you all know the sh- show is that damn good. Yeah. Um, I was very privileged where I was able to go see the show in Chicago. Uh, this, like, not this summer, but the summer past when uh, Jen and I went down there, we saw it in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the Disney Plus recording is does the best it can do with a recorded version of that show but there's so many things that they couldn't encapsulate because of just because of how you had to position cameras to catch the action. There's so many amazing things that happen with the lighting and the tech of that show that you don't see because like you, and you see in the film, the ensemble is constantly in motion, but realistically in that show, the ensemble never leaves the stage. There's always people on stage doing something or moving set or moving props or just moving. There's only really one still moment in the entire show. And that's um, wait for it is the only time where there are bodies on stage, but no one is moving other than Burt. Yeah. Which is very striking when you see like this massive stage with no motion.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, that, was, that was my one issue with Hamilton is that uh, the choreography and the staging took a backseat to the, the story and, the emotion of the show like that's not a bad thing um, as like a general viewer is but as a theater fan yeah. you want to see everything but there,
0: there's no real way that you can like other than no. just do a static camera from like the first balcony you can't yeah. catch that and then again when you want to get close-ups for that pure power you're going to lose something in the background exactly for me um, we'll do a quick little poll I'm assuming all of us here have seen it since it was released
5: yes yep uh, today <laughs> And I got halfway through. <laughs> Have
2: you, Hawk? Have you? <laughs> <laughs> I got the halfway mark.
0: Uh, literally at intermission or like halfway through act two? Uh, Thomas Jefferson just rolled into town. Oh, so you're in the right uh, Beginning of, of act, act two. two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you haven't even gotten into some of the good stuff then. I Ooh. know. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I we to will ruin it, it for I'll you. He in. dies. And unfortunately, <sighs> yeah. We'll, we'll try, try to keep
3: it. <laughs> what? What? <laughs>
0: I'll try to not completely ruin it, but also at the same time,
3: the no, show, we'll as
0: I just said, came out. In it's a it's a two hundred and
4: forty year old spoiler, so I, I, <laughs> it's really I think yeah. you're okay. If
2: we're gonna spoil uh, things from the nineties, I think this is fine.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's
0: true. Yeah. Um. So I'll do a, a quick. I'm like I said. I'm assuming we've all seen it, and we had, definitely have. Um. Did has anyone other than myself had the opportunity to see it live yet? I know, and I know, Eric. Not to rub it in, I know you were supposed. Yeah. to go. <laughs>
5: No, yep. I didn't, I, I never got to see it live, but I did see there was like a leak version that came out when it right. first got on the Broadway and I was, yeah. I was fortunate enough to like see it the, the minute it popped up and I was like, yeah. what's this? And I yeah. watched it and it, it was poor quality. Yeah. Uh, it does, did not do the show justice at all. Mm-hmm. But even just that little bit, I was in love with it and mm-hmm. thought it was incredible and immediately downloaded the, uh, the, uh, soundtrack because okay. I was just like, yeah. I, I had to, I had to have
3: it at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Anyway,
0: um, I, I, I have a weird
2: and unique... I don't know if it's unique. It's definitely not unique. I have no. a weird history with the show because back in 2014, one of my friends was like, I know you like Lin-Manuel Miranda. I have this mixtape of his. I like it. nice. It's a concept album. And I was like, okay. And he sent it to me and I was like, what the fuck is this? Cool. I'd seen the, the poetry slam from yeah. 2009. So I was just like, oh, that's amazing. And then I got to hear the the version that people don't hear and it's with yeah. like way different people
0: cool um, yeah it, hey Eric um, you, you. just just so I don't reach through the screen and slap you you're gonna yeah. send me that later tonight right
2: okay yeah yeah I have it somewhere on my one of my hard drives find it
0: yeah I, I'm <laughs> sure I can find it again anyway. y'all know it's, it's, how it's, obsessed it. I am with this show
2: it's weird because um it's all um what's Lin Manuel Miranda's like rap uh, theater group. I I, I, I know I don't remember they. It's, group. it's the
5: workshop group that they did it with, right? Yeah. Is it like those guys? Mm-hmm. No,
0: this is before the workshop. This was this is workshop. before the
5: workshop. This, this is,
0: was uh... when originally he would intended it to be called the Hamilton mixtape. He was just going to record the album. Oh. He he never really wanted to stage it because he didn't think it would be stageable. So he wanted oh, to just do God. the concept, and that's that's why when they released that compilation afterwards called the Hamilton mixtape, it was a throwback to that.
5: Oh, okay. Concept.
0: Okay. Thank yeah, you. so
2: so it was, a, it was a bunch of people from Freestyle Love Supreme that did um the the mixtape. So it's just crazy um to hear the original voices and like old mixes of it and it's it's so cool. And then I'd I'd heard um yeah. the off-Broadway cast, because there's also a bootleg of that yeah. um around, which is bad quality. And then I also like uh Mark got the <laughs> the instant mm-hmm. Bootleg of the original Broadway cast yeah. when it first came out. Yeah, yeah.
3: So, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Hamilton, um, I love it. I love it. No, it's yeah. Ugh, sorry, I get so I get so caught up in the show because I loves it so much. Um, so like I said, I've been I've been a big man, Lin Manuel Miranda fan since in the Heights before. Like I just I dig what he's doing because it's it's something that was never done on Broadway before. So I really love watching everything he does what were people's initial uh, reactions to seeing it to seeing the show finally seeing it down like do you it's the one thing I always say and this is the litmus test that I always have when I see shows because we you know don't live close to New York so I tend to listen to a lot of soundtracks before I ever see it and because I am a stage director I always tend to how do I say what it I stage the show in my head listening to the soundtrack before I see yes. it yeah exactly Oh, so yeah. the, the, one, the one test that a lot of people that I know around here give me is when I talk about seeing a show, they, they always say, did it live up to your vision of the show? So oh, I guess yeah. the way I would seeing for those that have listened to it beforehand, or even just not so much, did this did seeing this live up to either your vision of the show or for those that don't think that way, did it live up to the hype that had been surrounding it? I, guess I, the- I
2: feel like shows you should go because you just finished it.
0: Yeah. yeah. And you yeah, have yeah, that okay.
2: visceral reaction.
0: Okay.
1: Um, so, so just to go back a little bit. So my first exposure to this show was actually, um, I believe it was at those Tony awards. Um, I was watching and, and they did the performance of the, the title song, Alexander Hamilton, um, at that Tony awards. And, um, so from that I wanted to download the soundtrack. So I had a little bit of a vision of what the show looked like because I saw the actors yeah. in their costumes and uh, being out on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, but the majority of my experience with it is just listening to the soundtrack like hundreds of times, like just listening yeah. to it over and over again. Um, so I did the same thing. I had this, this idea in my head of what all these scenes would look like, you know, the room where it happened and all that stuff. I was just imagining all these things. And then, um, and then just today, I, I finally just took the time to sit down and just watch through the whole thing. And, and, it was a lot more emotional uh, than I thought it was going to be because you just don't get the facial expressions. You don't get um, exactly what's, what's going on just from the, the lyrics and the music you need to see the actors and what they're doing. Yeah. And so when I saw that, it just added a whole new layer. And, and so even right before we recorded this, I was like, okay, I just, I just saw the ending to this show. Let's, let's go sit down and talk about it. Cause wow. Like it was yeah. Yeah, it definitely lived up. It exceeded my expectations.
2: Plus, you got to see for the first time because it's not on the the cast album, the the song where he finds out that um,
0: Lawrence uh, about John Lawrence. Lawrence
2: dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is you yeah. know it's weird that they kept it out, but I understand. Like there's a lot of they, well,
0: he he had said that there were certain things that he wanted they wanted to keep out of the album because they didn't want everyone just to go in knowing what was going to happen. So there was exactly yeah. they kept out, and that one especially because it's such a raw emotional moment. That he like you can't portray that vocally. Yeah, exactly. The same with um, the um, Eliza's uh, scream at the end of uh, Stay Alive.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They,
0: that, that they could have recorded, but there's no like unless you can witness it yourself, it it doesn't make it doesn't do it justice.
2: Who wants to go next?
0: Hawk, based off the half that you've seen so far, sir. <laughs> The first half is a great half, though. Oh, it into is. The real, the it's real, the more
2: energetic half,
0: right? Yeah, the second act is way more intense and shady and and at times comical. It almost feels like two different shows a little bit. You know, like well, there's a whole there's, different narrative happening. They, well, there is. I mean, because it's two different lifetimes. Really. It's him, as a, him yeah. as a as a young man and then him as a politician. It's <sighs> like a yeah, war right. story
2: and a political story, too, right? Very it's much pol- so. It's a war story and a political war story. Yeah. yeah
4: right. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I can see how it's uh, how it's going to change in the second half. And that. I mean, the first half, and mm-hmm. you know, as you said, hopeful, energetic, and that you know, he was mm-hmm. a you know, he was a passionate voice in the war in the Revolutionary War. Um, yeah. Actually, seems to be like one of the driving forces behind it, uh, if uh, if uh, its telling of history is accurate. He, uh, um,
0: he is, was I was very much uh, again him being such a prolific writer. He was definitely uh, just when it came to his the written word, one of the most vocal uh, sources for it because people he would write and people would read what he was writing, and he was a very persuasive writer.
4: Yeah, but also um, I believe this is what brought him into conflict with Aaron Burr in, in the in later years, in that uh, uh, he had accused uh, Aaron Burr being unprincipled in that. Whereas he very much seemed to have, he had a, he had a vision and he he didn't seem afraid to fight for it. 100%
0: that's what happens. Uh, You'll get, you'll get there. When you see how it go, how it goes down, it's just brilliant
4: so i should preface by saying i'm the guy in the group who is pretty much like the least non-musical theater person and that for some reason there's always been this kind of a disconnect between musical but, theater But and Huff,
0: that's actually for me what makes this great because again this like we can all be lovers of musicals but we're mm-hmm. going to automatically love the show because of that for you to not be a musical theater guy use quotation marks it shows how accessible this show is for people as well too which was yeah. part of what made this show so phenomenal because it was a show it became the show of the people. Because anyone could listen to the songs and just love the songs without being like, Oh, I love I love the the you know, the musical rift they do in the middle of this song. Like, you're like, I love the sick beats that happen in this show and that's okay. I guess the, uh, the biggest prejudice I guess I had coming
4: into this was I knew the premise about it. It was kind of a, like, you know, a hip hop version of history and that, and for some reason in my mind came up rapping Shakespeare in that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that kind of, you know, I was like, Oh, there was, a, I approached it expecting a certain kind of lameness, you know, but I thought I'll give it a shot. Mm-hmm. And uh, so far it has, it has really surpassed my expectations yeah. and
0: that, you know, um, uh, Act Act Two is gonna put you through an emotional roller coaster at times with for the best. But yeah, it's like Act Two just runs the gambit and it's beautiful, but good lord, you gotta strap in for that because it's uh it's a long haul.
4: And um the last thing I the well well, not the last thing, but um my favorite highlight so far has been uh Jonathan Groff. Um because yes. I, I I didn't know he I before I knew of Jonathan Groff, I didn't even know he was in Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, I was a big fan of his uh, for the Netflix series Mindhunter. Yep. And, uh, I mentioned it to Eric and I mentioned I, Eric and I, I. I remember talking about Jonathan Groff one night with him. And he's like, Oh, yeah. And I was like, Oh, did you watch Mindhunter? He's like, No. Yeah. He's in, if he, I'd seen Mindhunter at that point. But he's like, I know him
2: from Hamilton. I was like, yeah. Yeah, He can sing. I, I, I oh, know him from shit. more than Hamilton, sir. <laughs> yeah. I know um, him from
0: Spring Awakening.
2: Spring Awakening. I know He's in much Frozen, of- man. Yeah, he's in
3: everything.
2: <laughs> he is in everything. Ross and when my daughters saw this show, they were like, Is that Christoph? And I was like, Yes. Yes. You are right. Oh, yes, that is, is Christoph. <laughs> is he's that not seeing about Rainbows right now.
0: Yeah, no. Uh and oh yeah, the, the spit take. God uh, lord, I love that.
2: Um apparently Alex Lackamore said that because um everyone's been talking about that spit take, he's mm-hmm. like, that is like a fraction of the amount of spit that Alex Lackamore got on his face. Cause you know, yeah. he's right in front. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like uh, you wish, and it was
0: glorious.
3: Yeah.
0: I am going to talk about that in a hot second, but yeah. So just, and I mean, I, Marcus, Eric, I think we're all agreeing. We all love this show. We love everything about it.
5: Yeah. Oh, well actually if I may, um, uh, so get, get, get ready, Matt. I love Hamilton. Love. Yes. I love absolutely almost everything about it. Almost. Everything about it. Okay. Um, the, it was one of those things, again, it, where it comes into play, where I've listened to it so many times and in my mind, and uh, Matt, you you know this, Eric, you know this. Um, I've been involved in theater since I was a child. I've been mm-hmm. in more shows than I can count. I don't actually – like I actually don't even know the number of shows I've been involved with at this point, professional and amateur around. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I just – feel and see what possibilities there could be for shows. Yes. And so, well, for me uh, listening to the, to the recordings and stuff, I had so many things in my head of what mm-hmm. could possibly be mm-hmm. that I, I almost feel kind of bad because there's no way it was going to live up to everything that would be in my head. Of course. And with that being said, I mean, they, it's a phenomenal show. Yes. Amazing music, amazing talent. Mm-hmm. Um, and even just like the performers, some of them, uh, like, uh, 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 Aaron Burr, Leslie Odom Jr. is incredible. Yeah. Like Ugh. everything he does, I just I, I, I can't stop watching him. Um, uh, Lafayette,
3: Davey
5: uh, Diggs. Oh my god, he's so good. Yeah, like, he he's, he commands force when he's on stage, and uh, and Chris Jackson is just a power. <sighs> like he's just so he is the epitome of power. He walks I, out on stage and you you bow. You just. Stop. I go.
0: I'm going back to when it comes to that performer. I go back to something that Lin Manuel Miranda said when he accepted his Tony for In the Heights. Yeah, when he did his freestyle rap. I don't believe in God, but I believe in Chris Jackson. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I think I think one of the best things about Disney Plus is that we got the backstage, the, the back of the stage camera. Yes, like seeing Chris Jackson like get. Geared up as Washington was amazing. And it's never, you would never see that in theater. Yeah. No. Um, anytime they went to the back, I was just like goosebumps. I'm getting goosebumps yeah. right now just thinking about yeah. it. Because like, it's, it's, it's such it's, a powerful it's, moment. It's a, oh beautiful, my God. it's a
0: beautiful thing because it's such a theater kid thing, but you're getting performer POV. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. If you and and on it's on what stage, we live that's for. What it, and and that's, that's what you for. see. And, and, and that's what, what we, you see. and like, uh, yeah. We
5: love that feeling. Like that's what we do, right?
0: When I saw um, those shots, I was immediately like, you are doing this for every theater kid that's watching yeah. this because every, every one of us knows what it, what that feeling is when that light hits you. And you're like, yeah. it's go time. Yeah. Like, you can see him when he starts
2: putting on everything and he just, like, you can see his chest going up and you can see oh, yeah. like his yeah. facial
5: expression just, like, he's pumped, but he's getting by ready, the, he's getting there. By oh the my time God. he has to say goodbye, it's saying goodbye. Like, he is dripping in sweat. The man is like, you can tell it's like he worked out for for three hours straight mm-hmm. because yeah. he's put so much into his performance that it's literally dripping through his pores. And mm-hmm. it, to me, that is the sign of someone who has put the the utmost power and passion behind what they yeah. did.
0: Well, and um, this, the the raw emotion you could see you could see coming yeah. through him singing that song. And the yeah. thing, is, they recorded this. I think. 2016. A month or so yeah, it was not long after the show had won its Tony Award. But they're like, we need to record this. And there was just that you could see like that, you can't fake that kind of emotion. That skill yeah. to get yeah. that much passion into that song that he started like I could see him breaking on stage with just the sheer emotion of what he was doing. It was beautiful.
2: Yeah, yeah. he said he said that it took him a good year and a half to recover from all the emotion and all the how much he put into the singing of the show. Yeah. Like he's never he's never ever experienced that in another show. And yeah, you know, Chris Jackson, he's he has a he has a list like
5: he's a repertoire man, like he's Yeah. 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 Um oh. just so like I mean watching them and seeing them especially in close up too was just yeah. such a treat. And I loved it. And something you wouldn't really get any other place. Yeah. Um the things that were lacking just a little bit for me when watching were just, um, again, Matt, you kind of touched on it. Mm -hmm. When you see the stage production, you can actually see the cast moving around and stuff. I wanted to see more of that. Obviously there was a trade off with the filming. That's totally understandable. Not a big Mm -hmm. deal. Um, but then comes like, uh, for me, I, I'm a big comedic actor myself. Mm -hmm. I love to make, audiences laugh and piss themselves it's great um the for me watching the king it was i felt like there was a lot of missed opportunities for those Mm -hmm. scenes to just be a little bit better that being said the little shoulder thing that he does instantly just kind of almost like apologized for everything he didn't do before (laughs) and it just made it better Mm -hmm. and so it was great and god he's he's the face—he is terrifying as King George, but yeah. also hilarious. It's just yes. a weird fine line to walk.
0: He's just um, spitting mad sometimes.
5: It's just th- like watching that because I've I've played that song so many times in my head, and I've I just wanted to see more happening in the background. I wanted to see more happening around him. Yes, and it just I didn't get any of it. Um, so that was a little something that I that was a little bit a little more lackluster for me. Um, well, and then for for me also, just Lin Manuel is good. But he's mm-hmm. not great, like as an as an as an actor as a like a performer. Mm-hmm. And this is my opinion, but he he doesn't give that just that little like it's there, there's a reason why Aaron Burr is the one that I walk away saying he's my favorite. It's, mm-hmm. it's the, he he gave me the performance that I yeah. was wanting to see because he just there's a few things that he does just a little bit more and yeah. it's not even. It's not even that he's giving more emotion. It's just that you can see he, he dedicates just so much more. There was one moment in the recording where the audience laughed and Lin-Manuel looks to the audience and smiles and pulls a Jimmy Fallon from SNL. Yeah. And that kind of stuff, as soon as I see that, it, it pulls me away from you believing you as, as a true dedication to what you're doing. Yeah. And it's just little things like that where it almost feels like he's not sure of his movement or he's not sure what he was going to do and it just doesn't seem mm-hmm. as good as it could be that's interesting that's it's funny
2: because i had a friend who had seen both um lynn Manuel and javier play mm-hmm. um, yeah. hamilton and her opinion was that she liked javier way better
3: and See, i know I, I, I saw I hear, javier I and, yeah
0: i saw javier in chicago and he was like like lynn is phenomenal and just vocally lynn was is again, Lynn, I think is a great recording artist. He's good on stage, but he's a great recording artist. Mm. Um, the stuff that Javier in like, like Chicago was doing just what broke me a lot, yeah. especially a lot of stuff in Act Two. And I was sitting on the, in like the second balcony, like nosebleeds, and I could get the nuance of what he was doing. Not that yeah. it's a bad thing. Yeah, I think part of I got a little spoiled because I saw that, and then. Going back and seeing just the differences between the perform, all of the performances, mm-hmm. yeah. kind of highlighted in, in certain certain actors in Chicago versus certain actors in New York. And it's not a bad thing because, again, that show's morphed and it's going to progress and change over time as yeah. different people take it on. They're going to do different things with it.
2: Yeah. For yeah. reference, um, Javier Munez is the actor who <laughs> took over uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda's part in both In the Heights and. Hamilton. He's sort of been... Oh, did he take his, over for like, In the Heights, too? Yes.
5: Yeah, yeah. So he's, oh, shit, he, he, I did not know that. He's been his
0: guy. He's been he's his guy. He's awesome. Lynn's understudy. Like is, He
5: is the other Lynn. <laughs> he, well, yeah. he's, so, yeah. he's
0: one of the ones that is included when Lynn says, if, if I'm working, you're working. Like, it's yeah. Javier, Chris Jackson, uh, and Lackamore. He says, as long as I'm working, you're working. He awesome. for, think, yeah. yeah.
2: For, for Hamilton, sure. um, because he's on stage pretty much in every number, he he had to take nights off occasionally and Javier was there just to Oh, pick that's up. awesome. Yeah. yeah.
3: Uh,
5: and, but I mean, like, aside from just small things like that, it was such an amazing show. I, I loved everything. For me, some of the, the the best things I saw, uh I I still my favorite song in the entire show is Wait for It. Yeah, I, yes. I just love it. It's it's the one that stops me every time, and like, we'll just mm-hmm. I have to like stop what I'm doing. I'm like, no, nope, I'm not going to continue writing, or I'm not going to continue sculpting or drawing at this point. I have to listen to the song, mm-hmm. just enjoy it. Um, that, and I still love Satisfied. Um,
0: oh my God! It's so that's good. one of those. That's one of those songs that it's like you can listen to it, and it's that was one of the songs where it like it exceeded my expectation from when I saw it because I'm like I heard it. I'm like, okay, there's gonna be some cool stuff. There's gonna be some cool it. stuff.
5: It's like they're reenact like the, the, the movements and they're, oh, I was, was exactly. Like, Shit, this
2: is good. <laughs> so so there's 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 some fun tidbits like when they had started rehearsing that they didn't have the turntable, so they had to move on their own. In yeah. reverse, <laughs> And then when they got to Broadway and they're like, this is a turntable, they're like, what?
5: Wait, wait, <laughs> they had to sorry. relearn it. You don't want us to walk. <laughs> <laughs> they had to relearn yeah. it and it so... broke
0: their brains. Yeah. Um, but and it's oh, even man. cooler because if you watch it, like that's one of those, especially because now it's Disney Plus. If you go back and watch it again, you can see in sat in uh, not satisfied in the helpless. In the helpless, yeah. you can see the spaces where Angelica stands. In and you satisfied. can you yeah, can see
2: her space. thinking it too, which is really crazy. Yeah. Like she's going through the emotion that she is for satisfying, and you're just like, "Well, and it's something you don't."
0: Renee is just uh, again, she's a powerhouse performer. So like you can tell that's like the commitment that she puts into that character, where you can um, see that like, you can watch helpless and you can see her train of thought for the next song. So that when it happens, you're like, "That's what she was doing." Okay, cool.
2: I'm gonna yeah. also like point out the like for Disney Plus to see everyone up close you can actually see the swings uh playing yes. everything and yeah. they don't get any credit like th- like I'm they not- have the hardest part in the whole I was gonna, show
0: i was going to throw this out there that especially like to the ensemble of that show yeah. the swings and i i oh my love God fact that in the credits, they give credit to everyone. Yes. everyone.
5: Uh, oh my I was god. so excited and by that it, when I saw the and credits.
0: And they do it alphabetically. It's not like mm. it's a, here are the stars and this. It's like, no. Here's the yeah. damn cast yeah. mm. in alphabetical order. I want to give a particular shout out to Ariana DeBose. DeBose.
2: Oh my god. She's amazing. Um,
0: who is the the secret character in that show, although for now everyone's seen it's not a secret, where she plays the <laughs> bullet. Um,
2: the bullet. Um, oh my gosh.
0: She's um uh, Hawk Hawk, you've did, seen it in Act One. She comes in more to play in Act Two. Yeah. So
2: in Act One, she's the first person to get killed by the Redcoats. You see her get her head snapped. Yeah. And then every like every number afterwards, she's been this omen of death. So you'll see her interact with people who die. And the, you'll see um, her carry bullets and stuff. It's it's crazy.
1: I I'm did not even think. realize that was happening. That's so cool. Well,
0: and this
5: this is now I'll go back you, and watch it. i will be like, like answer yeah.
0: sure <laughs> when you watch it again. After that moment where she's killed by the red coat, watch her in the background. And I'll, I'll say this to you, Shouse, because you've seen it. And wow. Hawk, you'll understand when you get this. Um, the final sequence of the show, and I'm trying not to ruin oh, this for you so that final, That final monologue of Hamilton's. Yeah. If you go back it, after watching what happens in that, when they do the sort of the little mini scenes in that yeah go back and watch the show proper those exact moments actually happen and you see uh ariana actually does a through line throughout the entire show of all those all those movements are there that she has in that speech are there in the entire show they just compile the whole thing together at the end
1: that's so cool so it's it's
0: not like it's they're using this as a, a through line it's all pre-planned and it's staring at you in plain sight the entire show. You just don't see it until they put it all together at the end. Wow. But from, from the beginning of that speech, every movement she makes, she makes in the show when they reference it in that speech. And it's, it's chilling to watch that. I kind of caught it when I saw it live. And then I watched, when I watched it on Disney, I saw it again. And I'm like, okay, cool. That actually, I wasn't crazy. That was a thing that I saw.
4: Yeah, oh, that's amazing. I The <laughs> say of James Joyce and then the way he actually used a, a real character in his story and that as an omen of death.
0: Yes, yes. Um, yeah. so I, the one thing I wanted to, and we've we've sort of started in on this because I knew we would, so I want to segue proper into this favorite moments from the show slash favorite likes. Well, I got more. Universes.
2: I know <laughs> the whole
0: done. show. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Um, I'm gonna. I, I guess I'll start. I don't think there is a more intense opening to a musical yeah. than this show. Like that 12 minute yeah. where you go over like the first quarter of his life. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's just yeah. undaunting. It just keeps happening. And you just like mm. there's more information and it never feels boring and it doesn't feel like overbearing. Yeah. And the choreography is <laughs> amazing. And you see, I wish you could see the whole um, the whole stage because I've watched the show every day since it's come out, but there are people up on the, on the second levels and you're, they're all doing things and you're just like, it's amazing. And like the direction on this show is so good. And the fact that the stage goes bigger as the show goes on, like, Oh my God. um, mm-hmm. there's, That's one of my things. You guys can go. I'll, I'll keep popping in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sure everyone's gonna say like, help! I'm I'm gonna put this out. uh, I'm gonna put this out because it's
0: my fun bit of trivia that I love to give. Um, This show actually does hold a Broadway record that most people don't know about. This show features the fastest verse on Broadway. Yeah. Oh, that's a guns and ships. Is 0.1 second faster than "Not Getting Married Today" from Company, which was the record holder.
2: Yeah, so the average is six seconds or six words per second.
0: It's 6.3 words per second. Yeah. That's insane. The the number three, literally, the the order is literally, it's guns and ships, not getting married today, and satisfied.
5: (laughs) That's awesome.
3: That's awesome. Wow.
0: Um, For a while, it was also kind of a contender in the rap world for one of the fastest verses Uh, There's a couple of them that are considered some of the fastest verses in rap generally at the time that it came out. And then a lot of rappers stepped up their games. They didn't want to get beaten by a Broadway show. Yeah,
2: Yeah. (laughs) Eminem, I think holds the record for a rap God. Does he not
0: rap rap God was his response to people calling him out for saying that people were rapping faster. He's like, okay, cool. I'm gonna beat that record real quick.
2: (laughs) It doesn't take a breath. Eminem does not breathe in that song. I don't know how he does it.
0: Yeah.
3: Um,
2: Yes. Um, I, is anyone else i'm just gonna keep spouting off things satisfied
5: helpless I gonna, that duo I, I love them all but
3: yeah, yeah
1: my, my shot was probably my favorite for the longest time yeah. like it's such a it, it, it's it's you know it's such a juicy piece of poetry that, that that was
2: all put together into this amazing song the song that took him a year and a half to write yeah uh, it's also my two one and a half year old's favorite song so she'll be singing it around the house as she's like Wandering, around. I'm not gonna wait. My shot, <laughs> no, she just goes, Shut, shut, and, <laughs> and he's so, she's she's, all geared up for the she's It's perfect, yeah. It's, it's, oh, it's, it's so cute. It's funny. Like, I was I was doing the dishes the other day, and all I hear is my oldest K, she's going, in New York, you can be a new man. I was like, What the hell is <laughs> going on? I watch it so too much, apparently. Since they both have memorized
3: it. <laughs> uh,
2: anyway other people i'm going to just keep on going through the i'm just going to go uh, through, number is by it number a read the track right? list or <laughs>
5: <So> <laughs> exactly I, I already i already said like wait for it is like my favorite song um, and thus it was one of my favorite things to see for sure and of course satisfied also yeah. favorite thing to see but mm-hmm. um i just the intro to george washington like yeah here comes oh the god. general! Oh my god! Like I actually yeah. felt like chills go up my body, and I'm yeah. like, here comes the general. And I, like, I remember. I think I was, me and Chris were both watching it, and I think I like actually started like, like clapping yes. and like, <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, hitting my legs. I'm like, oh my god! Here he comes! Here he comes! As if he's gonna know that I'm watching him, you know? Like, mm. like who are you? Fuck! Here he comes! He's gonna! He's gonna! He's gonna be! He's gonna be! Here. <laughs> Chris! It's me! Like. <laughs>
0: It's Chris. He knows. It's Chris Jackson. He just knows.
5: Honestly, if they I wish I wish they would do a version of that exact song. But instead of saying George Washington, just yell out, Chris Jackson, here i Like what? Like, I just want to see that like that would be just Mm -hmm. be so much more fun. I think he should enter every room like that.
0: Yeah. Oh, you know, he probably did for like a year after that show. Premiered. Yeah.
2: Did you see his tweet? Um, was it last week where he's like, where uh, Lin-Manuel had talked about the bullet and he wrote, I was in that show for a year and a half and I never knew about this.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> he wasn't on stage for any of it.
5: She was. He's dead by that He bullet. gets all of act two off. <laughs>
2: Oh man. Uh, Isn't he pretty oh, much
5: the only person that gets all of act two often? No, he's in part of that. He's act in part two. of it. He gets like, he's like
0: in, he comes in like halfway through act one and then leaves halfway through act two. Oh, yeah, okay. that yeah. George uh, yeah, yeah,
3: going that,
2: yeah. Home song, right? Yeah. 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 It's not like uh, he's Jonathan Groff so who comes on three times
0: and <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hangs out backstage. Um, and I think, then stay, um, and then stays on stage to screw with uh, Leslie.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I think, um, like I had seen the bootleg, like Marcus, uh, a long time ago, but Yorktown was way better in the Disney Plus version. Yeah, like, for sure. Was, the energy was so
0: good. Yeah, and just oh,
2: yeah. like the the close up shots of like the ensemble being like being soldiers. Oh
5: yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah.
2: god, it's so good.
5: Um, oh, just even even like I know this is a, a different thing than performances, but like they're like the costumes of the ensemble, like the cast looks great all of their costumes beautiful but the ensemble cast costumes are so crazily cool like just watching them and like the slight changes they do like just throwing on like a little half like ripped scarf becomes something and like but they they have this beautiful like blank canvas to kind of create from Mm -hmm. and i just loved it i just i just kind of like why can't just wear that every day i want to wear it on
0: because it's hard to have intercourse over four sets of corsets.
5: Oh! <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, hey That's one I do. I want to give, uh, give a shout-out to Oak. And I'm not yeah. even going to try to pronounce his name because I will brutalize it. No I just say, oh, the, the mighty Oak. The mighty, <laughs> the mighty Oak. Oak. Um, for his tweet Commanding in response, voice. His Ooh. tweet in response to them releasing the trailer is, I gave two fucks so y'all can have this show on Disney. Yeah, because yeah. he's a <laughs> participant bleep in too. <laughs> both the swe- that bleep was unnecessary. I actually, when that oh. happened, I, when that happened, I was like, "Are they going to do that throughout the entire show?" Early well, on? they
2: you could only have one for a PG thirteen, right? That's why sure. they kept one out of the three. Yeah, so. still. Um, uh, I, I I did not realize that Eliza was actually beatboxing and take
0: a break.
5: Yeah, neither yes. did I. Yeah. So the, when
2: she did it, I was like, "Oh." That's amazing. Good job, Philippa Sue. We didn't give her props. She's amazing in this show. Philippa
0: wow. is so good. Everyone in the cast is phenomenal. Did, did,
1: did you guys see her on uh, Jimmy Fallon when she did the? Uh, she she yeah. actually sang "Helpless" with all of yes. the, the at home instruments and the that uh, was yeah. so
2: good. That's the stuff with the roots. Yeah. Speaking oh, oh. of Philippa Sue, Burn was so again so good
0: songs yeah. that you can like. Again, that was one of those you can visualize how it works, and then you see it on stage, and you are like, "Oh my god!" Just her.
2: And uh, like props to Disney for getting us the close-ups of her emotion, like going through all those emotions. Yeah. and you can mm-hmm. see the letters and how they're they're actually handwritten with Hamilton's actual writing. Yes, As she yes. burns it. Oh my god, it's so yeah. good. Yes, Hawk, you'll get it to it, and you'll appreciate this. You will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you have to appreciate it. This um, is not a, this is not an opinion. I have. To. I'm starting.
4: I'm starting to appreciate this a lot more in that. Um, uh, there was a moment in the in in it where I, I was a little taken aback. Uh I actually it was when I messaged you the other night, Eric. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm Only uh, am yeah, only, only 19, 19, but my mind, but my mind is, is older. Mind is,
4: I thought it was such a brash, it was such a brash quote cuz yeah. It, yeah, if you don't know, it comes from uh, uh shook ones part 2 by mm-hmm. Bob Deep. Um,
2: there, there are so many like Props to lin Manuel Miranda for references. For, for references to not just rap and history, mm-hmm. but like musical history. Like he keeps on um, everything. It's this so is one good. of those
0: this is one of those things. If you go on to uh, genius.com and you look up every song, every one of the songs, or you get <laughs> get the book Hamilton of uh, The Revolution, the not the book, uh it has every reference that he makes and like what the reference, like the history of that reference and what it's like in relation. And there's such a history of hip hop in this show like just little references that you would like you're like I kind of recognize that bit there's beats that he borrowed that he asked asked the performers if he could use in the show because yeah, he wanted yeah. to use their beats he didn't want to steal them and yeah. like again he was so uh, Lynn was so respectful with when he would borrow another artist's material he would yeah. ask them to use it
3: yeah and he's like for, yeah. i want you
0: to get I want him because everyone will know what I'm doing and I don't want them to think that I'm making this up so yeah uh, oh, before so we go
2: many... back to Hawk, um, there there are two of my favorite quotes, because Lynn writes little notes in this book, uh, Hamilton, the Revolution. In one of the songs, Aaron Burgo's, I'm a trust fund, baby, you can trust me. That's yeah. his wife's favorite line that he has ever written. <laughs> 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 because it. she's like, that. that is something that sounds like you would
5: say to me. Yeah, that's smooth. That's, that's <laughs> I'm a trust fund, baby, you can you trust, trust me. me. <laughs>
1: They um they they said that or Lin Manuel was has been doing a lot of like press recently, right? Like he's been doing a lot of stuff on uh, various talk shows and on YouTube sure. and stuff, just talking about this this big release. Great. And um he was going through my shot and he was talking about that whole whoa whoa part, the whoa whoa whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> he said that was um that's actually the AOL connection sound, like when yeah. AOL was connecting <laughs> and he was listening to the 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 sound effect of the the connection. And he was like, oh, I like that. I'm gonna include that in my song.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, one more note uh, that he makes in the in the book is his favorite uh, thing that he wrote was "Enter me." He says in parentheses because yeah. he loves adding theater jokes <laughs> into yeah. his own scripts. <laughs> um, and I, I remember hearing that for the first time, being like, "Yep, yeah, yeah enter a, me." he says thing. in
0: parentheses. <sighs> yeah,
2: yeah. So good. Sorry, Hawk. You were you were saying about uh, uh, only 19, but my mind is older.
0: Yeah,
4: <laughs> I know. I, I, like I said, at the time, I thought it was brash, but at this, you know, it's it it was apt and that because I, I it's hard to explain in that but you know uh hip hop like it's it's funny that this show is kind of really the first big one to really incorporate hip hop and in that into into a, like a, you know a musical framework um you know because it, a history show right yeah well yeah. that's yeah that's the thing it's like that was always uh, hip hop's intention in that, you know, and yeah. I remember Chuck D back in like the late, like late, late '80s, early '90s. He always referred to hip hop as Black CNN and, and, and that. But it, it's a format <laughs> that can that can take you to places you cannot go to anywhere else. Yeah. You know, it, it to a mindset to a life that you know we only can like kind of read about or see on the news and that. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that it you know it took this long for somebody to come up with this kind of an this idea. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I I have to give there's this two I have to give my two bits on this because I absolutely love them. I've always been a big fan of Washington on your side. Um, <laughs> that's, just that's it's, it's one of my favorites uh, again because you have some some of David's you know signature fast rapping. Um, you get that wonderful line, "Southern motherfucking Democratic Republicans." I knew you were gonna, <laughs> I knew
5: you were gonna bring that one up. I was waiting. I'm like, I'm like, I'm pretty
0: sure Matt's going to talk about that. motherfucker. <laughs> um, and the one other thing that I love and it's, you only get the one line of it in the actual show um, was uh, in, what was it? It's not the Reynolds pamphlets. Uh, it's the, when it's the John Adams rap. Oh yeah. The Adams administration, yeah, the Adams administration. Thank you. Um, because it, it ends with one of the most, like, it's such a, a deep cut Broadway jab with the sit down, John, you fat mother bleep.
3: Yeah.
0: And for those that don't know is a direct reference to the musical 1776. The first song in that show is called sit down, John. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, All the signers of the declaration of independence are telling him to stop talking Yeah, so <laughs> for him to make that reference in this show was just to me. I, I still laugh to this day. And then when I found out there was an entire song that they cut out yeah, that deals with that, you can hear it on the Hamilton mixtape. Um, you can actually find it online. It's very easy to find Lin rapping it. Yeah, uh, he has it on his SoundCloud. Oh my God, it's such a great song. Like I, <laughs> I, I to this day think I'm pretty sure I still have it committed to memory because i like, I need to memorize this rap. I don't know <laughs> if I'll ever use it, but I need to memorize this rap. And I'm pretty sure I have. Um, so yeah, I love that. Love that. I just, I'm, I'm a big, f- I, me always, I love, uh, the Mulligan Madison character. I love Oak as a performer. I love his characters in the show.
2: Yeah. You you know um, who he was supposed to play in the show, right? Who, who Oak. Yeah. When he was auditioning, he was supposed to, aud- he was auditioning for Washington. because Chris, That makes sense. Makes sense. Chris Jackson was in a show at the time and he wasn't sure if he could yeah. make
0: uh, Doesn't Hamilton. Doesn't shock me at all.
5: Yeah. Yeah. He's he's pretty much who I would expect to be there after yeah. Chris Jackson.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um
0: but yeah, just again, like I love uh, and just especially cuz um when you have a lot of these characters playing multiple roles, I love that oh. there's such uh, like as much as like you have Lafayette and Jefferson who are both very flamboyant characters for different reasons. Yeah. But then you have like Mulligan who's this bombastic ball of angry energy. Yeah. And, Counterpoint that with this sick timid,
3: <laughs> almost
0: effeminate Madison.
3: Yeah. <laughs> who
0: gets one of my favorite lines there. Can we get back to politics, please?
3: Yeah.
5: <laughs> I also like when he comes back and they're like, uh, look back at the Bill of Rights, and he's like, which, which, I, which wrote. I wrote. Which <laughs> I wrote. I love that. I yeah. I love that.
0: Like he has these just wonderful little bits, and he's it's such a... A disparate characterization yeah. of the two, which is to me was again proof of how great a performer he was. Yeah. He has these two characters that aren't on stage a whole lot, but they command that stage in different ways when they're there. And that is just brilliant.
5: Mm. Well, even just the like, again, the, that like uh, that double casting for Free act or whatever, mm. uh, Lawrence going into becoming uh, his son, Philip. Right, mm-hmm. like you, you have that kind of weird thing of like, well, this is a grown man playing a child, but damn, it. perfect. He's not like, oh,
0: he was perfect.
5: My my heart just like he's so he's so childlike and just like daddy, daddy, daddy. I am a poet, and I'm like, like, I'm that like, like, yeah,
0: you're you're like you're like. You just like want to
5: give him a hug yeah. <laughs> at that I point. You're yes, like, oh my god, you're adorable. That's oh my god, yeah. So no wonder he I, got but,
2: like no wonder he got uh, handpicked to play Usnavian in, in the oh. Heights. Couldn't, movie. couldn't have got anyone else.
0: Anyone else he would have got's too old at this point. Sure. He's the perfect age. Yeah. Um, and again, I love that there's all that bit in, that's hidden in plain sight in the opening song. You know, we fought with him. Yeah, they yeah. did. And yeah, they did. I, uh, me, I died for him. Yeah, yeah. you did. And yeah, you did.
5: I also, I also, again, one of his lines. I love the uh, two pints of Sam Adams, but I'm working on three. I yeah. just, I love that little shit. That's just so, so funny. Oh yeah. <sighs>
2: So yes. so our favorite parts of the whole show is what pretty we're saying much, yeah. I'm pretty every, <laughs> The whole I, said,
4: I'm, I, I I have a feeling you could pick this apart like all night long yeah. and still well, like, get yeah. to half of we it. We
2: could analyze I'm pretty sure every single number number But that's guys. a very, we should very, do that.
0: very That'll be a longer episode. That's It'll a be- long <laughs> episode.
2: We'll do it <laughs> yeah. we'll
0: do a deep dive on it later like a deep deep like we're going to talk we'll do, that one
2: gonna- year later after Hamilton was released on Disney Plus. Yeah. Well, well, sure. That we'll, that going to
5: require some whiskey like some hard whiskey for a while that's
0: that'll be our first live stream is us sitting around talking to
5: Hamilton. What is that, Eric? what did you got there? Oh,
2: no, sorry. This is, this is, um, this is 100% rye. Uh, That's still whiskey. Still still work.
0: Yeah. It's Canadian whiskey. It's still whiskey. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. It's fair. It's fair. (laughs) Um, So I also do want to, now that we've kind of talked about how much we love the show, I do want to talk about how, when this show came out, it was considered a game changer for Broadway. Yeah. Um, both because you had a, the, a show that was so based in R&B and hip hop with its with just the rooting of all of it and the fact that they actively actively made sure that there was a black and perform color cast
5: yeah absolutely I,
0: and i love that that was done and again that was that was not a thing that had been done often on broadway and typically when it was done the performers were in roles that involved prejudice and slavery.
2: I think one of the, sorry, sorry, keep going. I
0: was going to say, and this was the first time where you had, again, like I said, predominantly black performers playing the founding fathers and playing. Well, yeah, for sure. sure. They never would have been able to get a chance to play on Broadway up until this Mm. point. And it was, again, like I said, it was a big game changer and a lot of it had never really been done before. And now since then, a lot of other roles have started to open up there's visual scope for how they're casting shows.
3: It's true. Because yeah, it's they were able fun. to
0: see that these performers are there and that they are phenomenal performers. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite
2: things that happened after the release of this show on Disney Plus was Philippa Sue retweeted a video of this little girl, a little um, Asian girl mm-hmm. who was watching it. And she sees um, Eliza on stage and she goes, Mommy, that's me. She's about four, four or five. Yeah. And she's like, who who's like she's like that's me and it it warms my heart as a person of color right um because mm-hmm. growing up there was there were no shows for me i can't i yeah. can't think of one i think it was like i guess when i was growing up being an actor or doing shows people were like oh you can do um uh, south pacific or you can do miss saigon and
0: that's it i'm ah, like that's just yeah, it that, yeah
2: that's that's, that's rough uh, but, well, and the
0: same with with like a lot of with a lot of black performers, you had like there was, and again, it had started to change a bit. But then you had you had like the color purple, yeah, great the show, Carousel, Carousel, which again is is a it's a show, it's not a great show. Um, Why Memphis, yeah, was the was yeah. the other big, but again, it was not a thing that like, again, it was a lot of shows that dealt with prejudice and slavery and topics that are not exactly the most pleasant to have to play play yeah. six nights you know six nights so six shows a week
2: and this uh, goes back to how awesome Lin-Manuel Miranda is when he was in school he started writing shows because he wanted to see people that looked like him on stage like there were no yeah. roles for him so yeah. he wrote In the Heights and then he wrote Hamilton because uh, mm-hmm. he wanted Hamilton to feel like to show what America was built on but with the America of today,
0: right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. just like, and that's that man. The right. beauty of this show is that it doesn't matter who plays the roles. Like, it, honestly, like you, you could, you could not tell people who played th- these characters. And there were some people that I know that, um, I, I said like, you should like, they knew about the show, but they hadn't really listened to it and they hadn't seen it. I said, I said, you should watch this on Disney And they messaged me saying, I did not like, I did not know that that's how the show was cast. And I was like, yeah, a, I'm, I'm shocked, but also B like, yeah, and you wouldn't necessarily know that because it doesn't matter. Yeah. like yeah. But so,
2: represent- Representation does matter for people. Representation
0: was the yeah. important part, but like I said, yeah. that's the point. Like, it's not that it doesn't matter and you could easily put white performers in that role because God, how dare you if everyone ever fucking does that. <laughs> I don't want to watch white people try to sing those roles fucking ever.
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> no, I could. I
4: couldn't imagine this being complete. This performance you, you being played by white actors. It's, it's oh. in the rights.
2: You, you can't, can't. You can't it, uh, have it as. A, yeah, no, they no, don't. They
0: are very adamant about that, and I'm glad of that because that's again one of those being that it, being that as a contingency in the show is great. Because it means that no one's gonna dick around and screw it up later when the show finally becomes publicly accessible.
3: Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um,
0: Lord knows, I do not want to see a bunch of white people playing these roles because it'll just hurt my soul.
2: Has anyone seen the Apple TV series Deer?
5: Yes. De- yeah. Dear? Yes, D E A R.
2: So yeah. this is a show where um, people of you know influence read letters that are written to them, um, mm-hmm. and they sort of tell their stories and why they affected them. But the second or third episode is Lin Manuel Miranda reading mm-hmm. letters written to him and how like representation and how people were free to express themselves and just the effect he's had on so many people's lives, just from the two big shows that he's written, not to mention like bring it on and all those other smaller projects. He worked but, on, yeah. But like his, just from what he's done, it's been important to so many people and yeah. it really, it's, it's free on, on the Apple TV uh, app. So you mm-hmm. should definitely check it out if you have a chance. Well, I cried Lin, the whole way. Yeah. Lin-Manuel
0: Miranda is a, Perfect example of be the change you want to see. Yes. Like it's, you know, it's not a matter of like it's, you can, I'm trying not to get up on a soapbox here. It's very difficult. It's, (laughs) it's, it is great to acknowledge that there is a problem and it's great to fight against that problem. But sometimes you need to, you don't need to wait for someone else to do it. If you want that change, be the change you want to see.
4: He took charge of the medium. Or, he, or.
0: he created a new, me- he created a new medium. Like that's the thing like, he is there. It is one of those, like it's a, it's a very much a theater thing, but it's like, you know, you can start, oh, that's a Sondheim show or oh that's a Weber show. And you can yeah. say that's a Miranda show.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Like you can this listen
0: show. to a show and within about three minutes, you can know who wrote that show. You will know a Lin-Manuel Miranda project, regardless of how involved it is. You listen to about two minutes of something. You'll know if he had his hand in it. Yeah. The first uh,
2: time I listened to Bring It On, I was like, this sounds like Emmanuel Miranda. Like certain first, times.
0: You're just like, The yeah. first time like, I heard Neil Patrick Harris do a fast rap at the Tony Awards, I knew that he had to be involved somewhere. Yeah,
3: that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, true.
0: <laughs> but yeah, it's just and that's that's what's part of what's so great about that is that he was able to create the change that he wanted. And it took, and again, it wasn't. He was what ten years to become an overnight sensation. I believe is the, the term used. <laughs> yeah. Like he he struggled for years to get to get his voice heard, but he didn't give up, and he made his voice heard. And now his voice is so damn strong when it comes to the Broadway community. Yeah,
3: yeah, for sure.
2: And he's using that voice properly, right? Like Absolutely. he's. he's He's fundraised for so many charities and it's it's Mm -hmm. just incredible. Like his Hamilton um, educational program that he created, Mm -hmm. like it's helping. So he's helping people now that he has the um, access to everyone.
0: He raised a ridiculous amount of money for Puerto Rico after the the hurricanes. Yeah. Just on the power of the fact that he's like, this is a, this is a thing that we need to pay attention to. Yeah. Because a lot of people, especially in the States forget that Puerto Rico is a, is a state.
2: He helped rewrite in the Heights to reflect the times that we're in now. Cause it was originally set in the mid two thousands when the garbage strike was happening in New York city. It was right
0: in the middle of the, the great, the great Eastman seaboard blackout.
2: Yeah. So right now the, the movie is set within DACA and the dreamers. So Oof. like it's, it he wanted it to, to feel like it Ugh. was important to you now.
5: Right.
0: That's going to be, that's going to be rough. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, be is that? slate like,
5: When is that slated to like release? It It was was supposed to release this uh, month,
2: but it's coming out next year now. Is it next year? I thought
5: Uh,
0: they put it back to Christmas time. Next year, Uh, put it on. Put
2: it on
1: Disney Plus. It'll be fine.
2: It's. I don't think it's uh, Disney. I think this is Universal.
0: It's Universal because they he didn't want to change a lot of the language in the show because it's necessary, but it's still there's there's some swears. I
2: I think it was because I think Universal bought the rights in like two thousand and nine.
0: They they picked it, it up indeed. right after the show won the Tony Award. Yeah, they they yeah, picked yeah, up the exactly. rights. Because they really, really wanted to do the show. And then he, they've they, been they, trying to make that movie for years. Well, and they wanted him in it for a long time. He's like, I'm kind of working on this other thing that's a little... Uh, <laughs>
2: these, all these other
1: things.
0: <laughs> little, it's a important always. to me. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Okay, I got, a,
1: I got a question for you guys. Is, is this streaming copy of Hamilton, is it going to come out on Blu-ray? Are they going to give us a, an actual copy to buy?
2: Yeah. They probably will at some point, yeah. It, it's coming out next year on Blu-ray.
0: This um, was, remember, this show was slated to be released. This was the one that was slated to be released at Christmas originally. Of next oh, year. Okay. What, no, oh. it was this
2: year. No, no, it was next year because this year was in the Heights and he wanted it to breathe uh, until next oh, okay. year. I couldn't and remember. And then I remember. Hamilton oh, wow. would come out next year and have another year to breathe. Plus, the, the um, because of all the translation they need to do for the right. subtitles, they needed a time for next year. That's why there's only a couple languages on Disney Plus yeah. right now.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. They wanted to be accessible to everyone. You're yeah. right, yeah. Yeah. Which also, again, I want to applaud whoever was responsible for that because I watched the show with subtitles because I'm, you know, half deaf. And I like to be able... And they, they didn't miss a syllable with those... I-
2: I don't Sometimes. understand. <laughs> like, I remember watching Guns and Ships, like my fourteenth time watching it, and just mm-hmm. reading it. I'm just like, well, I can't keep up with this text. <laughs> it's the, just it going was, too yeah, fast.
0: But it was still there, and I'm like, that's. It was so impressive. Like they had it. It was timed, and it was perfect. I was. Could bummed. you imagine that in another language where they have
2: like longer phrases for short nope. words? Like that nope. could just. I would not be able to read it. No,
0: and I Amazing. don't even know if it would be possible to translate into certain languages and get the yes. thing across. <laughs>
2: And well, I think he wanted something like 30, 35. Well, I think he wanted almost all, all,
0: like all like all, any place that it could be accessed. He wanted it to be accessed because he wants it to be appreciated by everyone and more power to him for it.
3: Mm. Um,
2: I'm going like to ask I, you guys I, a question yeah. about this show. So now that we have this pro- professional pro shot show on Disney plus, um, there's been this call for more theater to be released like this. Um, There's always been this talk about accessibility for the theater world and it's always been hard for some people, especially going to Broadway because it's so so damn expensive, right? Um, And then some shows don't live past Broadway, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, I mean, it's
0: expensive and you have to get to New York and stay in New York, which is more expensive than Broadway shows sometimes.
2: Yeah. So what are your thoughts on this? Should they release more? I'm going to add one more tidbit the New York archive has over 5,000 pro shot musicals in it Mm -hmm. um, because they take a recording of pretty much most Broadway shows just to keep Mm -hmm. uh, a living archive of the shows. They can't distribute it because of, money issues like you'd have to pay all the actors yeah for that um distribution rights but you can actually go to the new york archives to watch these shows Mm -hmm. some shows that have never seen the light of day um past their broadway performance Mm -hmm. would
1: all of the actors for hamilton have gotten a nice paycheck out of this
2: absolutely yes
5: yeah for sure
2: and when this show
5: and they'll have continuing royalties from this as it continues to keep going Mm -hmm.
2: oh good okay When the show was moved to Broadway, um, Lynn made sure that their contracts stated that they would all get a portion of the proceeds like a Mm -hmm. like a a more equal uh, portion than, you know, normal ensemble people would get.
0: They basically all got a like, you know, they all got a share in the in the the company. So they're all (laughs) getting the same. They're all getting the same paycheck from it. More or less. That's excellent. Because again, well, he Lynn is great at looking after his people. When he brings yeah, people yeah. into a project, he looks after them because he values everyone in the process. Like he's, yeah. <laughs> he's just such a damn good person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so back to the idea of
2: accessibility to a live theater, especially in these COVID yeah. times.
0: I Thoughts? I sincerely I think it would be it's, it's a brilliant idea. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, again, there's the the licensing. You want to make sure that everyone can get paid and that even people are all right with their performance being seen. Cause some people are like, I don't really want you to see me do that. Cause I didn't like it.
3: Yeah. I
5: <laughs> you know? think, I, I think it's something that really has to be kind of thought about for the future of theater, because especially if, if things continue on the way they are, uh, the theater itself is going to be a, a very hard medium to get back into and get mm-hmm. the, the public's trust back into just mm-hmm. to get into a closed space with that many people in the dark, everybody talking, laughing, crying spewing things out in the dark yeah. so the idea of of people getting back to that anytime soon is is terrifying
3: mm-hmm. um
5: so i think even just it as a transitional thing it's something that we should be looked at much more seriously mm-hmm. right now but also as a futuristic thing i, I mean i remember i got to see um uh a, 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 a filming of um coriolanus that uh, starred tom hiddleston
3: yeah. uh the oh, playing so
5: at the cineplex and it was incredible. i never, I'm not going to be able to get out to England, to go see this beautiful Mm -hmm. show, but here they were showing like, first there was a nice little tidbit beforehand talking about the theater that they're performing in and it's history. And then you get to see this incredible show Mm -hmm. that was, I I otherwise would have been left out of. Mm -hmm. And here it is in front of me. And like, you know, I was happy to pay the ticket price to go see it Mm -hmm. and I would happily pay the ticket price to go see any Mm -hmm. beautiful professionally shot show like that on us on, on a screen somewhere
0: yeah. well and that's like the like it was like stratford the stratford festival and the national, the national theater national especially theater. went through their back catalog and was like here are shows that we shot yeah and again yeah and those are the ones they they shot to be released like in cineplex for people to see yeah,
5: yeah.
0: and but like they're all those companies a lot they o- always have archival shows they always film yeah. their shows yeah yeah 'Cause I mean, especially I know from like Stratford Festival, I've always gone there. If you go to any of the shops there, they're like, here's the wall of all the videos of the yeah. shows that we've recorded over the years. Some of them, like the ones they've been releasing, are like they were shot like they were shot and restaged for film. Yeah. Some of them are just we have three cameras, like three cameras in the audience set up to film the show. Yeah. And whatever happened that show happened that show, which is fine. But I think it's definitely at least for the next little while, until we can uh, people can safely congregate in the numbers that live theater requires and needs. Yeah, I think it's it would be remiss to not give people access to the to this form of entertainment because it's absolutely again, and even just continuing forward because a lot of people don't go out to live theater because again, well, like there's always that stigma of you want to get dressed up and go out for a night of theater, and people don't necessarily feel comfortable doing that.
5: And Was even can- just yeah. an accessibility standpoint, there are people that Absolutely. can't get out.
3: There are people Absolutely.
5: that don't have the opportunity and they would love to see these kind yeah. of performances. So that's something I really think needs to happen in the future. Also, you know, in in a, in a medium such as the, uh, live theater, it's 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 really hard to get younger audiences and people to, to go see these things, especially when, you know, I remember, I, I no longer work there, but working at Theater Aquarius for a number of years, the biggest thing that I could not, fathom my head around and I didn't understand why they did this was every time they had a beautiful family Christmas show, there wasn't a family package or a way to get kids in for a cheaper price. So Mm -hmm. parents wouldn't pay the prices and they would miss out. These kids wouldn't go see this show that they wanted to see because it was too expensive. Like $400 for a family of four to go see a show is, is too much to ask at that point for, especially for something to brighten up a kid's day. Mm -hmm. Um, so having that kind of thing for the future of, of theater and for the future of that kind of medium, like we need people to be excited by it. We need people to get interested in it. Yeah. And if they don't have access to get to see this stuff, why would they be interested in it? And will it survive? It will slowly die out. So mm-hmm. this is something that needs to be kind of figured out so that we can save live theater mm-hmm. as a format to begin with, because if, if we don't, it might just disappear in the next 20 years.
2: Yeah. yeah. And going off of that, like I watched this show with my kids and having a kid sit down for two plus hours is a task, it's especially tricky. one that's two and one that's five. And yeah, like, kids that see musicals, they want to stand up and dance and sing along, right? Yeah, they can't exactly. do that in the theater. You can do that at home. And that's amazing. Shows, mm-hmm. have you watched this with your kids yet?
1: Or well, watched no, parts uh, of it? I was about to say, I didn't know if I was going to do that because there were some mature themes in the show that I wasn't sure if I was ready to share with my kids. Like mm-hmm. there, there's some, you know, there's, there's violence, there's, you know, infidelity on the part of, uh, of yeah. Hamilton and, and there's yeah. some, some, you know, some scandalous scenes and stuff. I just didn't know if it was really a kid's show. It's but I'd not, love to hear your thoughts on how it worked. I, I, it's kids. not, it's
2: not a kid's show, but I, uh, my, my, my kids, my kids ask questions and I answered truthfully and, <laughs> Sometimes she would just be like, oh, she shouldn't be kissing that guy. He's yeah, yeah. married. I was like, you are yeah. right, child. That is right. You are right.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's okay. the advantage kind of, of, of something like this show where, I mean, especially when, I mean, depending on the age of your kids or whatnot, it is a thing where it's it's a great way to start broaching conversations if you think that they're at a point where they might be able to comprehend it. As you put something on it. if they're curious about what's going on, they'll ask and you can actually explain it. In a way that's like okay, and again, you see like especially something like Hamilton, like you want to address that. It's like that, you know, he was kissing someone he shouldn't have kissed. Well, that's not right. No, it's not, and see how he gets punished for it right afterwards.
3: Yeah. Where I like think it's yeah,
0: you know, like it's not the best way to example, but I mean it is a way to you know, <laughs> but it's way all- <laughs> broach these kind of conversations yeah. with kids, especially like violence and stuff like that. Cause I mean, it's all based on history. It's not like it's a made up story. These were real people and this really did yeah. happen at some point. Yeah. But, I also think Eric, that I've you, been, um, yeah, sorry.
5: You, you touched on a really good point earlier too. Like, uh, like anybody who is a person of color or something like like, you know, it's, it's hard to see representation of yourself or, or, or people, other people and stuff like that in certain shows. So something yeah. like Hamilton especially is brilliant for young people to come see and see, it. you know, it's like, there is no limitation. Anybody can yeah. be up there and these people are playing this role because they fit it well like they're doing a great yeah. job with it it's nice to see that sort of thing i kind of grew up the same way right like i yeah. you know i'm like i want to be that guy well that's only played by a tall caucasian male with a strong jaw you can't yeah be that.
3: exactly mm-hmm.
5: so you know like it, it yeah. sucks so so see so even going forward and having releasing more things because like i mean as as time goes on more things are being cast like this uh um uh, you know you get to see a black person playing macbeth like that's something oh, that Yes. We want, we want to see like that. That's something that you, that should be seen, not, Mm -hmm. not squandered away. Mm
3: -hmm. So
5: it's, you know, making all that kind of live theater and like the changes that live theater is able to do with that casting and with the the people that they put in their roles should be seen by more audiences in the future. Absolutely.
2: There's nothing that makes me happier than hearing my daughter say, Hey, she looks like me and it happens not too frequently. Because, you know, TV is what it is. Yeah. But whenever it happens and she gets excited about it, it makes me, mm-hmm. you know, it makes my heart grow like 10 sizes bigger. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> yeah, it's mean, definitely, yeah, uh, it's it's a glorious thing.
2: Oh, going back to shows. I think, mm-hmm. um, start playing it. If, if they can handle it, they can handle it, right? Uh, I think I've been trying to push my daughter's limits a little bit more. Jurassic Park? Not, yeah so I yeah. showed her Jurassic Park. I just, yeah you've been showing some interesting things yeah. <laughs> but like but one time like I'd watched Dark Crystal like the new series on Netflix and she Ooh. sat down beside me and was so like much. this is so cool and she watched like some of the darker parts and I was like I don't know if you can handle this she's like I'm fine <laughs> and I'm like okay so I I know I I, I can gauge her um yeah. her sensitivity to things I think at this point and I can push it a little bit more and if she says it's scary we'll we'll stop it right then yeah, like, I won't push her to watch more of it. The um, one I say I have I have
4: loved your posting of your kids' comments while watching some of these yeah, things. Me too. Uh, yeah, 100%. the Jurassic Park. So she, You know, it, it's something about kids in that everything is very matter of fact. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh I don't know how to put it, in that, but they get it. through the eyes and of a
0: man. There is there yeah. is a
4: very simple social con- contract.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I think, honestly, I, I think like kids really should be more exposed to these kinds of formats and that, because like at the end of the day, I think they'll see it in kind of the, the, the kind of black and white terms that musical theater presents is people who are dressing up and singing and dancing on that. Mm-hmm. And no matter yeah. what the themes are exploring and that, yeah. I think they're, I think that, you know, I think they're going to take what what they see in that with a grain of salt, but I think their attention is going to be on the music and dancing mostly. Yes, absolutely.
2: Also, luckily, I, was, I had uh, taken my kids to see theater shows in real life, yeah. so they know they've seen me in a show.
0: Like yeah. they saw yeah. me in the Little Mermaid. <clears throat>
2: <Yeah. laughs> they say they saw me and Mark in the Little Mermaid.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, the one I, the thing I was going to say is you can always apply what I like to call the Into the Woods principles, which is she's seen Into the, the Woods. One. No, no, just show them Act One.
2: Yeah. Because, well, because, I have a funny story about Into the Woods but, but that's what I mean because like,
0: the first half of this show it's like as much as there's some dark bits like there's the good guys and the bad guys and it's like these are the good guys and this this crazy guy here and all these soldiers are the bad guys and they win and it has an upbeat ending Yeah. yes and it's there's a lot of that controversial stuff that you're kind of worried about shows. A lot mm. of that happens in act two.
1: That's true, yeah. Where
0: it's like, and again, they, they might just look at this and go, I'm bored and I don't get it and I don't care. And that's fine. And But if they really are into it, they could say like there's a second part and they're like, well, we want to see them like, okay, but it's not, like it gets a lot darker and it's not as happy and some bad stuff happens. And you can kind of use act one as the litmus test for if they're you think they're ready for act two. Yeah, right. And then it's like the same thing with like Into the Woods. Like Into the Woods as a musical, act one is very straightforward and light and fluffy. And some bad things happen, but not much. And act two is just a nightmare of tears and scary. Yeah. 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 So a lot of times with smaller kids, you just, you show them the first half and you end on that positive act one ending. And that's the story kids. And that's great. And when you're older, I'll let you see the second half. (laughs) (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with that, especially when it comes to certain shows. Like it's mm-hmm. the best ways. Give them the first half. The first half is almost always kind of lighter and fluffier, and the second half where all the dark stuff happens. Yeah, my so, uh, my yeah.
1: my mom and dad used to edit um, movies when they would record them off of TV when I was a kid, and so they recorded uh, Ghostbusters, the original Ghostbusters movie, off of the TV, and whenever something scary was about to happen, they would hit pause on the remote. <laughs> so the scary parts never showed up in the recording ah, so <laughs> mad props for so them much. for knowing
3: the oh, scary yeah.
2: parts in that movie
1: already did, did, did like, they I think work for Fox remembering... curiosity?
3: <laughs>
0: sorry? So did they work for Fox at a curiosity? <laughs> I know right
2: <laughs> I remember
1: the, the part at the beginning of the movie when they're in the library they, yeah. uh, and you know the, the ghost uh, library, the library. And, like, attacks yeah. them and stuff get her! Um, I I remember I remember seeing that years later and going whoa where did this scene come from? <laughs> <laughs> it's,
2: it's like they did
0: their own TV edit. That's amazing. I know that's I love amazing. that. Story. They,
2: wanted,
1: um, they wanted to make it deaf child friendly.
3: I don't that, know. That's no,
0: that is like grade A parenting though. We're gonna record this off TV. We're gonna just pause over and like you wouldn't even know. There'd just be a little blip and it's like oh that's. Weird,
5: Wait, weird
0: editing choice. <laughs> this, this, this whole this whole movie is only forty minutes
1: long. I mean, <laughs> can,
4: can I offer a contrasting story to that? One hundred percent. Well, I think it was around nine or ten, and that it was a birthday party. Of you know, and for my birthday party, we got to rent a VCR for a week. You oh, know, no, no. back you know, when people didn't have. you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It wasn't like cheap. Or when anything, you could go to
0: the store and rent the VCR and the videos. Yeah,
4: yeah. First video we rented. My parents didn't even care. Porkies.
0: Oh, nice. <laughs> that is a Canadian How old you? classic, though. Hundred percent. That is the most Canadian movie ever. Bless you, Hawk. Uh, How old were you, Hawk, when you saw it? I, I, probably not older than ten.
5: <laughs> um, yeah, I know. There, there was a time me and my cousins wanted to like, rent a movie. My parents like, brought us to a, a movie theater or to the rental store and we're walking through and uh, it was like one of those you know corner store rental stores too. So everything's like really tight together. And we happened to go like, to the area where it's like action and adventure and we're pulling out stuff. And my mom's just like, oh, well, why don't you guys watch something like this? And she pulled out barbed wire. <laughs> oh. like, Pamela Anderson's barbed wire. Me and my cousins, I don't know. I think we were like 12 or something. And I'm like, you, in my mind, I'm like, Are you fucking serious? Like, yeah, this, this is real. Like, like so real, real? We, we took that home, and I still remember like watching it. But the worst, worst part was my parents watched it with us. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, in the background, no. I'm like, oh god, I'm amazed they managed to make it past naked. the first
0: five minutes with her tits out. Oh <laughs> my
5: god. Yeah, and it was huh? it was that extended cut too. You know. Sure, like, oh
0: no, sure.
5: Where then like, she's on a swing, naked, being sprayed by water for like. Three minutes,
0: yeah. yeah. No, reason. and but you know, at the end of the day, for every reason, that, that was wrong oh,
5: choice. Of course, can't but even be I- in trouble for that. Yeah, I'm
2: gonna, I'm gonna bring us back to a more wholesome story. Yes, yes, let's <laughs> <do that. laughs> and back to Into the Woods. So that was probably one of the first shows I showed my eldest, and <laughs> so we watched the first half, and I was like, we can keep watching if you want. She's like, yeah, yeah, why not? I was like, okay. So I kept watching, and then we get to the near the end of the show, and. Bernadette Peters starts singing, Children Won't Listen, right? And she turns to me slyly and goes, Just like I won't listen to you. (laughs) I was
3: like, You
2: you are my child. I love you. And I know.
5: (laughs) A little smirky Smirky smile. Uh, Yeah, yeah. She
2: smiles She's like, Sometimes I don't listen to you. I was like, I know. I know. know. And a giant's going to step on you. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't go to that part, but yes. (laughs) But yeah. Anywho. Back to Hamilton.
0: But yeah, Hamilton. so that's so I think we've kind of exhausted our love fest of Hamilton. The last question I'll leave us all with is: Do you think Hamilton lives up to the hype for someone that, for some reason, has never heard or seen this show, or heard of or seen this show? Do you do you think it lives up to the hype that's existed for the last you know half decade?
2: I can I can I can answer this for everyone by reading what. Uh, Steve wrote to me before because he, he couldn't make it tonight he says yes. um feel free to quote me but honestly I knew nothing almost nothing about the show but it totally lived up to the hype
5: wow yes when Steve
0: is saying that that's how that I don't yeah. think we can really say anything other than that because when Steve <laughs> says that that is legit right
1: yeah that's that that's the quote for the uh the episode description yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly yeah that, that is the that's the liner notes just yeah like, <laughs> I knew nothing about this show. It lived up to the hype, Steve. <laughs> yeah.
1: And, and that, that can work for this whole podcast. You know, nothing about this show, but it lived up to the hype.
0: Exactly.
2: <laughs> um, Why not? <laughs> maybe I'll throw one more curveball. Okay. Is there is there, Is this your Lin-Manuel Miranda show or is like In the Heights or um, Moana more the thing Ooh. you associate <laughs> with him?
5: So at this point, I would say this is now my Lynn manuel Miranda show just Mm -hmm. because like there's been so much more, there's been more investigation into this show for me. Like there's been more (laughs) research. There's been more, especially for this itself, like, you know, just kind of wanting to learn a little bit more, knowing a little bit more, learning about the backstories of him and the the other cast members and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So this is kind of like the show that is, is more associated with him. However, I'm definitely more excited for the future shows that, end up becoming more of a Lin-Manuel Miranda show mm-hmm. and I'm hoping the Into the Heights uh, movie is going to be that sort of thing like I hope that kind of makes me like gravitate towards him more and kind of talk to refer to him there I don't think it's going to but I would love it to I yeah. think
0: that he, I think that his cameo and in, in the Heights is going to get everyone right in the heart feels
5: yeah yeah for sure
0: because yeah. i mean they, he's the paraguay guy like i don't i don't i don't care about the rest of the movie the rest of the movie could be absolute dog shit i want to hear him sing those two songs and i will leave that movie happy yeah hawk what about you
4: i think this is I think this is a true representation of him as a, you know, as a creative artist and that, you know, it's his baby, obviously, and that, but for some reason, I, I guess he feels, a, I think he feels a kinship to this Alexander Hamilton and this mean, But more for you, like, is this your Lin-Manuel? Do you know any of the other stuff? uh i'm i'm yeah i'm like i said not a musical theater person i i am familiar with him through a couple of uh, different roles in that um but even without knowing most of his history on that i see this is him this, this is, is him. what uh, yeah
2: right i um shall say sue moana for you <laughs> having having a daughter, uh, I I'm, I'm actually, Moana I'm actually look, more than anything. I'm looking forward to Hamilton
1: too when that comes out. Uh, <laughs> oh, Hamiltoner. <laughs> uh, this, this this is definitely my favorite Lin Manuel thing. I, I don't I know nothing about In the Heights, so I'm going to be going into that completely blind. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm looking forward to. Uh, I don't know. Do you guys recommend that I go straight into the movie or should I start listening to the soundtrack first? Um, within the heights.
0: It's really mm. done, you know. You know what? I would say go into the movie blind because okay. the thing is, like, he's oh, he's updated it, the movie, yeah,
2: and they're not going to have all the songs. That's from that's the main thing, okay. And any
0: movie adaptation of a musical, I'm always nervous about because they have to make concessions because of how they tell the story. Yeah. Mm. So I I would say if you see the movie and you like the movie, absolutely go back and listen to the show. But I wouldn't go in knowing okay. In the Heights in case they... It it could also, like, take this weird, hard right and, like, be a completely different animal and you don't want to go in disappointed. Right. Yeah, yeah. so
2: In the Heights, the movie, they have cut songs and they have added one or two new songs. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, because they want that Oscar nod. They got to sure. get Lynn that EGOT, right? One day. That's
0: They're fighting for that EGOT. That's the only... Yeah, God. EGOT. No, he, he's, he's already got the... No,
2: he doesn't have an Oscar. Uh, I it's thought the only thing... For Moana. Nope, he lost that to um the greatest show. Uh, the greatest showman.
0: Pascal
2: Paul. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I <laughs> or was Comp it? Stars. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think mine is in the Heights uh, to be honest. Oh. Uh, the yeah. first show I ever heard from him, the the show that I tried to get MMT to do. Uh, but they never did. Well, you know, we had we could have gotten free rights and they um shouldn't have done it, but well yeah. They could have yeah, they
0: they could uh, they yeah. They could have, but they shouldn't have.
2: I don't know. We could have gotten more people. Who knows? People of color? Have. We wouldn't they have.
0: Not not yeah. when you were looking at getting them to do it.
2: It was like two thousand eight, yeah. I guess. Anyway. Um, um In the Heights has probably one of my favorite oh, songs that he's ever written. I was about to say um, ninety six thousand, yeah. Ninety six thousand. Ninety six thousand yeah. 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 Um uh, it's so good, and if the, you r- the, round, it out, the
0: round in that when they're all singing their verse. Right yeah. at the
2: end, the the layering um, is so right. good, and right before the,
3: Tip-toe, we'll get the toe. Tip-toe. Yeah.
2: anyway, um, yeah. it that is that will be one of my songs for my uh, musical th- challenge whenever I end up finish recording those. Nice, the thirty
0: day one. Oh yeah, nice, nice, nice. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm a huge Mark for in the in the Heights. I actually love it. I again, it's. As a performer and an artist, I think Hamilton is definitely like the, you can see between In the Heights and Hamilton, you can see his progression as an artist and his growth. Mm-hmm. I like In the Heights because it's, A, it's semi-autobiographical, yeah. which I really love the fact that it's you know kind of based on how he met his, how he wooed his wife. Mm. Kind of, well, it's not coincidental that both his wife and the one character are named Vanessa. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Not uh, entirely, but he he took aspects of his life and kind of turned them up to twelve.
2: I, I think he didn't he rename that when he when it went to Broadway. I can't remember. I
0: don't did you know. hear about his first date with Vanessa? What he did? I can't remember what it was. I remember I heard it, but I can't remember what it is. So this is a first date that
2: will never be beat by any musical theater nerd. His no. one of his best friends is Alex Lacamoire, who was the music director for Hamilton, but he was also the musical director for Wicked. So the first date that he did with his wife was he took her into the pit to watch the show from the pit.
5: <laughs> wow, that's pretty awesome. Yeah,
2: that is pretty awesome. And, and let her play the crash cymbals, right? Being triangle all day long. <laughs> triangle. Um, I, I love that. In the Heights is a love letter to Washington Heights, where he grew up. Like yeah. that, the, the, like the community. You can feel it in the show. It's mm-hmm. so good. Like yeah. I can't wait till you guys experience it. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I assume they're gonna. Do the same with the the movie, especially with the cast that they, they oh, absolutely. absolutely. They, they well, used... they
0: shot the whole thing in New York.
2: Yeah, I was there I at mean, the time, and I'm... I was like, "Do I go up to Washington Heights just to yes. know, crash this?" And I didn't, but <laughs> I should have.
0: When someone says they're filming in the Heights while you're in New York, you go and go on set. <laughs> I wanted to.
2: I had a. I have a wife. It was <laughs> she's listening to me right now? I'm not gonna say
0: anything. I know. Be nice. <laughs> I'm just saying, you could you could have been Paragua guy number two. You never know.
2: <laughs> you just see me, an Asian guy in the background, <laughs> go <going>, eh? eh? <laughs> <laughs> up your head around
0: a corner, wave, and disappear. I would love that so much.
2: You'd be so an Easter much.
0: egg. <laughs> <laughs> um Actually, Eric, correct me if I'm wrong, because I know you'll know this for. It's the same actress playing Abuela from the Broadway show, correct? I think she was the only one from the Broadway show that came
2: I don't back. think they got anyone from the Broadway show back. I
0: thought she was the one that that I don't know. I wasn't sure if you knew or not. I'm I'm pretty sure it's a whole new cast. Okay. Um, I there's nothing wrong with that. I was mostly curious.
2: Um the only person that they sorta had a connection with the original show, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Smith? Jimmy Smith. So Jimmy Smith is in in the Heights. Um and he did the announcer voice in Uh, before the show uh, Mm -hmm. when it was on Broadway because he had seen it in previews like off Broadway and he was like he had never seen representation of Mm -hmm. Latinos done on stage and he was just like I want to be part of this I want to do anything I can so he's been like he's been pushing this uh, for such a long time like that he's probably one of the reasons why it became a film
0: Um, and Eric just I looked it up Olga Meredith, uh, who originated the role of Abuela Claudia in the Broadway musical In the Heights, will reprise her role in the film adaptation. Oh, she, good. He the know. only carryover from the stage show, uh, as far as it is listed, because I, I can't think of anyone else that could sing those songs but her.
2: Yeah, that's fair.
0: Like, just I, anyone else, it would just feel weird. Mm-hmm. Just, damn it, she's always <sighs>
2: she's everyone's abuela. Yes.
0: Alright, so I think that wraps it up, friends, for another week. I would like to, on behalf of myself, thank Eric, Hawk, Schaus and Marcus
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> for joining us. Um, and uh, other than that, gentlemen, like I said, thank you. Um, oh, I feel like I'm forgetting to say something here, and I always do. Hey, Mark. Promo your shit.
4: That's
5: what it was. Uh, yeah. I make Plug. some cool right. stuff. Come, come check it out. Marcus FX. Marcus <laughs> 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 um, it's M-A-R-K-U-S underscore F-X uh, find my Instagram and uh, I have a website, needs to be updated um, probably should do that during this whole COVID time uh, I mean, but yeah I basically just make a bunch of cool stuff and uh, I can make almost anything given time, money
0: <laughs> and resources
5: and resources, well, and resources mostly money mostly money, <laughs> Money will get re- any resource I need uh, but it's uh, yeah making some cool stuff and I plan on making uh, soon I'll be doing some updates about the new uh, Zora mask and Goron mask from uh, Zelda. That's going to be pretty fun. Nice. Nice. Yeah.
0: All right. Awesome. Does anyone else have anything they want to promote? Pimp Parlay?
2: Come on. Come listen to our Star Trek podcast. Strange new pod. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do it.
2: It's our sister cast, so, you know.
0: Yeah. Cool. Then, like I said, Thank you all for listening. You can find us on all of our social stuff, which is in the crawl at the end. I feel like that's what I was saying. It's not about the crawl at the end that I'm forgetting to talk about. No, nothing. Just listen to the crawl. Follow us. I haven't had enough coffee. You know what I need right now, Marcus? You know what I need right now? Fresh
3: pots.
0: Fresh pots.
3: And
2: after you have those fresh pots, review us online and like us. Five stars. Do it. Do it. I need more
0: coffee do it do it do it thanks for listening guys and we'll talk to you soon bye 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 bye.
2: well that's it for us this week on geeks with kids if you want to get a hold of us you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca and don't forget to like us on facebook at facebook.com slash geekswithkids follow us on twitter at geekswithkids check out our pics on instagram at geekswithkids and you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca so if you like you hear, why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Fresh
3: Bats. In the Heights. Fresh Bats. Fresh Bats.